1: Hi everyone. Welcome back to the Wrestling Rehab Up podcast. I'm your host, Mari Forth. And with me, as always, my co host, my tag team partner, the Bree Bella to my Nikki Bella, Mr. Matt Scott. Matt Scott, how are you doing today?
2: Did you really? Did you? Do I have to really be the Bree?
1: Yeah, you're Bree. You're Bree. I'm Nikki. I don't know. How I enjoy your that. two kids. Enjoy. Your forgot, two kids.
2: Okay. Yeah, I enjoy my two kids. So now I have a family. I have to take care of. um I think I'd rather be the Nikki. Nikki, you know, she's got the titles and other things going for her.
1: But they are a great women's tag team, and we are going to celebrate them through Women's History Month. They are now both, oh, gamers as well. So uh, yes, they you- are. Yeah, they are. So-
2: they never had their induction. I'm a little bitter about that. I do think the Bella Twins deserve more credit. You could look, but you can't touch. It's yeah. all good. But, uh, you know, I just want to be the Nikki one day, Mari.
1: No Bella shade on this podcast. No and Bella
3: I- shade.
2: And I'm
1: the Nikki because I get to say it. All right. Well, <laughs> hi, Matt. How's okay. your week been going?
2: It is good. We are here. It is time to dive in. Wrestling wasn't the most exciting thing this week, but we'll get into all of it. Um, mm-hmm. But how's your week going, Mari?
1: Uh, it's been hard. BB Can has just been so good. It's been hard to try and keep up with Big Brother and wrestling, but that's my job now, so I have to try and do it. But it's just been so fun. Um, BB Can has been fun. Trying to continue down this road to WrestleMania has been fun. So my weeks are going to be packed uh but other than that it's been great it's been great yep
2: no no clue no clue what's going on bb can right now (laughs) uh i don't know how you keep up with all of that so uh gratitude congratulations all of it (laughs) you're all over the place talking about the wrestling that happened i hear myself getting some shout outs on other podcasts which is cool now yes (laughs) thank you for that it's
1: cool. No problem. I br- I try to bring wrestling to every podcast I am on. So yes, we and will convert we bring you. Yes, we
2: will convert the R H A P averse to. Yes. Uh, I don't know if I like the sound of that, but uh, we'll convert yes. them. We'll convert the R H A P faithful.
1: Exactly. This. And, uh, again, we just want to thank everybody for reaching out to us, uh, for, str- for streaming and downloading our podcast feed. Again, if you want to email us, you can email us at wrestling at Rob Has A dot com. You can always, uh, talk to us on Twitter using the hashtag, hashtag wrestling rehab up. And of course, you can follow us at wrestling rehab up on Twitter. Uh, Matt Scott, where can people find you?
2: You can find me at W, especially on Twitter uh, and also in the RHAP patrons group, the unofficial group which I think is pretty official to us. Mm-hmm. Job has a squad cast where there are just so many conversations happening about the wrestling world um, and you know what? You never know where you're going to find us. We might be on podcasts. We'll be popping up <laughs> wherever. Mari, where could people find you if not on one of the esteemed RHAP podcasts?
1: Right. <laughs> If I'm not talking about 90 Day Fiance or Big Brother Canada, (laughs) you can find me on Twitter at Mari Talks Too Much. That's two, like the number two. I'm also on stereo at Mari Talks Too Much. So again, I'm going to try and get some stereo stuff out there as well um, to talk to everybody. And of course, we have our very own podcast feed. Ooh, podcast feed. So please follow, uh, rate, Subscribe, like all of that to the Wrestling rehab Up anywhere you get your podcasts. Um So enough with the the housekeeping. Let's jump right in because we have a, a really Ooh. good guest. We have a really yes. good guest today. So let's let's just hop right on into it.
2: Ooh, uh, Matt, we're gonna hop. <clears throat> we're gonna hop right on <laughs> in, Mari. The podcast and making moves, playing his million-dollar tunes, the limousine riding, jet flying, Lamborghini buying, the hot rod of the pod, the Ari tank with a Ferrari engine. Ari! Ferrari!
4: (laughs) To everyone
3: listening, I'm here to tell you that this tag team is no longer a tag team. We're a faction. We got the Ari. We got the Mari. We got the Matt. We oh are god. the Illuminaries. Oh
4: yes! My oh my god! Oh and we're coming for you! <laughs> the Illuminaries are here! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh we're here! This
3: is where we pump in the crowd noise I know from <laughs> <in> the Thunderdome.
4: <laughs> is is right, it tears or is it just like <laughs> uh,
3: thumbs down? <laughs> Everyone's saying yes. Everyone's very excited. You just push one button and the entire Thunderdome is going Yeah, where's crazy.
2: our... We're, uh, I'm basically our soundboard, I guess. We need yeah. a soundboard, like, for season two we're gonna we, we're gonna there get a go. soundboard
1: yeah so yeah and i we I want the little bell to I kind of want a, a rob bell I want to still rob shtick <laughs>
2: we need a ring bell, bell. No, I want you to have a full on ring bell where you're just <laughs> like, ding, ding, ding. just like blowing out the audio like if people thought that my intros did that well oh, no, no, yeah.
3: no, no, no no we'll have. And when a someone's bells. crossing the line you just press the bell multiple times ding 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 ding, ding, ding. like just stop <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we guy. called it we yeah. called
4: it oh my god
1: stop oh my god he's brutalizing the podcast Help! <laughs> somebody help him i already know this is going to be a fun podcast uh ari thank you for joining us today yes. would you like to introduce yourself to the rehab listeners tell us a little bit about yourself tell us your background in
3: wrestling all right. Well, once again, thank you guys for having me on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Ari Ferrari. I uh, I've I've been watching wrestling since I was like four years old. But Ooh. wrestling is the one thing that's always on no matter what. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> stops it. I was working in yeah. sports up until last March. And that's because the one thing that like, Everything got affected by uh, the pandemic last year except uh-huh. wrestling. So wrestling's that one constant, but at this point, there are so many shows. I'm uh, I'm quite the casual. I'm here more to have uh-huh. a good time. I'm not here for the technical aspects of the mood. Right. I'm here. <laughs> if you're making me laugh, if I'm being entertained, that's all I need. So, all um, we want That's all we yeah. want. We want to make you laugh. We want to entertain you. Come on. Yeah. Let's go. Growing up, I guess favorite wrestlers were like Bret Hart and Chris Jericho. Ooh. And uh, right mm-hmm. now, even though he was super lame in the beginning, he's really grown on me. Big Roman Reigns guy.
1: Ah, yes.
3: He's doing a good job. His best work. Mm-hmm. I also am a huge fan of Our Truth, bringing a big yes. smile to my face. And of course, R- I got to go AEW, the one that oh. makes me watch, Dr. Britt Baker.
1: Wow. She's amazing. Yeah, she's amazing.
3: They're the best in the biz. Those yeah. three. Those three, mm-hmm. that's my that's my that's my three right there.
2: See, and I yeah. thought I thought you were going to say Chris Jericho cuz I know, I don't know if you know this Mari, but Ari, uh I'm going to get twisted up on these on your names like real quick. It's uh fine. but so Mari should know that Ari is I'm okay, I'm lost. I'm lost. This is I'm I'm done. The names are too close. Like we ha- we have to move on. Uh no, I was going to say Ari, you have a special talent for uh associating you could probably put this in words better than I could but basically you have stories for songs and the last time the one time we podcasted together for the top 40 countdown for Survivor you shared that you have a story associated with Chris Jericho's theme song and I'm just amazed by this talent of <laughs> stories associated with songs Um, I, I'm just curious do you have
3: like other wrestling theme songs that stand out for you well I mean again it all goes look Music our, bring us our, back. Music is the soundtrack to our lives, right? Mm. Anytime you hear any kind of song from childhood for me it might be the Bret Hart theme song. In fact, let's put it this way, when I hear the Natalia theme song, I'm like, ah, my ears perk <gasps> up. I'm like, oh my God, mm-hmm. is he back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Who knows? We'll see. But, maybe. Uh, yeah. but yeah, in term, in terms of songs, right now, since I'm more of a casual, don't really pay too much attention to it. But uh mm. I guess the one that stands out the most is probably uh, I'm looking through the roster. Nothing rings a bell. I don't have any any memories. Wow. Got him. Got him. him. Maybe
2: maybe we'll maybe we'll mention some people and we'll go back in time a little. Maybe we'll get like the Bella Twins theme song. There might be some Mm. memories you have with that. You know, uh, we'll we'll see. We'll see. We'll go with it, though. We'll
1: I um the the funny thing is unfortunately I think I, I don't I'm trying to remember if, where I saw this from but if you've got if you've noticed a little bit a lot of um some of the songs that the CFOs uh produce like. That they were the latest um band after uh, uh what's his name um Jack Johnson Jim or whatever, Johnson Jim Johnson <laughs> <didn't know>. sorry <laughs> close, 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 close close yeah not Jack not Jack Johnson, not Jack Johnson. <laughs> when Jim Johnson was the man back in like the Attitude Era putting all the the iconic theme songs together he was then phased out by like CFOs yeah and. I think CFOs left like a few years ago as well. So yeah. now it kind of seems like they're, they're phasing out some of CFO stuff. That's why a lot of our, our new, our wrestlers have, uh, different themes than they originally had. Um. So like Bailey's theme song gone now kind of replaced with generic rock mm-hmm. music that luckily works for her i I actually really like her theme song um I think because Sasha switched her song up, like remastered it it's okay now um but yeah if you think if you really go back and think about it like big e's song, you know a lot of that stuff they've been they've kind of been um uh uh, going away from CFOs old stuff, and I it's pro- I don't know if it's because they would have to pay them, you know, but um, that's what I that's what I heard a few years ago. Um, yeah. So
2: well, you know what, it sucks because love- they were good. I would love to go back to the days of the glass shatters, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. Maybe we get a little sexy boy in there. Maybe mm-hmm. we could get like the Can you dig it, sucker? Like I don't know. We'll say, but that's a conversation for another time. That's maybe yeah. like that's a that's a Hall of Fame related conversation uh, that we'll hopefully get to down the line.
1: Yes, and I actually do like the um, like Biggie's uh, again. His new theme is is done by Wale. so I I really like if oh. they could. Do like you know Trisha's was by Little Kim. I would love some mm-hmm. more like mainstream acts coming in and kind of helping some of the wrestlers out. But of course, again, WWE <laughs> they do not want to have to pay an artist out. They'd rather just do a, a a house artist to do all of the theme songs and then you know not have to pay because they're
2: a corporation. Yeah, keep um, that money in your pocket. Keep that money in your pocket.
3: WWE. That's right. Where's my I where's get my events? Bad Bunny theme song? That's what I want.
1: Yeah, like yeah. Uh, yeah it's booker t isn't it when he comes out it's the booker t <laughs> yeah it is yeah mm-hmm. they, they make it they're like you gotta do this booker t. yeah uh, all right so let's hop into our highlights of the week each week we uh, bring you the highlights across the wrestling uh, landscape this week as always we're gonna t- start with raw so raw this week again okay kind of good Yeah, eh, hits and misses, um. But we basically just open up with that a fiery Miz promo. Miz talking about how he wants another shot at the at the belt, how he deserves it, how you know he's held this company up. You know, typical Miz promo. Very good. Miz is very good on the mic. Um, but then he has to face Bobby Lashley, and it's just like it's it's Bobby Lashley. They are booking him really good right now. He is now he's brought back the Almighty like he's now being referred to again as the almighty mm. bobby lashley. Feels like he hasn't i correctly if i'm wrong i don't think he's been referred to that since he split with leo rush a few years ago if i remember correctly. Um but it's good like uh Miz comes back he wants his championship match he gets his championship match and he gets beat to high hell <laughs> high so it was good i mean like it's a great continuation you get Miz his rematch Miz uh Bobby Lashley continues to make him look Bad by putting the hurt lock on him, and Bobby Lashley has cemented that he is the WWE champion and more than likely will be walking into WrestleMania with the belt around his waist. Uh, Ari, how do you feel about this storyline?
3: I what I want to talk about in terms of the storyline is Uh-oh. I think the best way to compare it is compare Miz's outfit to what Lashley is wearing every single time. <laughs> oh, yeah. god, the, the Miz looking like. I don't know. He's wearing like a bedazzled Karate Kid like bandana. Yeah, and, he looks ridiculous. Yeah. He looks like he's wearing uh, like material from a, a dead Pokemon, and he's just deciding to wear he's the shiny. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh.
1: What,
3: like, what is that? It's all bedazzled. It's very shiny, mm-hmm. and then you've got the Almighty coming in mm-hmm. with the drip.
1: Yeah, yeah, the suit, the the watch, the hurt business, all we finally see all of hurt business back on screen this week, uh all in their suits and looking all faction y. Uh MVP looking good as well. Like this is this is like the best like turnaround that the WWE has had in a minute. Like all, Bobby, going like I'm sold. Yeah.
3: I, the, you want me to call him the Almighty? Almighty. <laughs> yeah.
1: like it's just so amazing like i mean he the funny thing is he was the u.s champion before he was directly the wwe champion but it just never connected i guess i don't i don't know why maybe it's because of who he was facing but all of a sudden i believe it i completely believe it now
2: Yeah, his his promo skills used to be like going back about let's say thirteen years, twelve years. Actually, you know what? He referenced the sixteen years that he had been on the road to the WWE title. So going back even sixteen years, fifteen years, he was just like such a nice guy. It felt like he was a natural face. I he didn't have the intensity in his voice, and I was just watching that promo, like believing it, and kind of feel like i felt the energy i felt the intensity that he was bringing and i don't want to mess with bobby lashley i didn't yeah. hear him before but now i'm kind of a little afraid also i don't know why i didn't notice this before he has like some cut on the side of his face I that, that i didn't I was like what where is did that, that come from
1: yeah i don't know
2: i don't maybe, know maybe
1: maybe just recently or something
2: maybe it was like an at-home incident or something like he might have slipped on a you know yeah. Like a banana peel or something. <laughs> jacket.
1: Just random banana peels. But yeah, that was a great promo. Like Bobby Lashley had a great promo, just basically saying his his road to the championship and saying like he is going to go into WrestleMania as the champion. We had a question last week. Can Bobby Lashley talk? And he can. Yeah. Like this proved that he can cut a promo. He just shouldn't have to. He looks big. <laughs> he has MVP right there. Just let him look cra- look scary. So I I like this mm. Ari <laughs> uh,
3: for real. I mean, it was so again. I'm very casual. So yeah. I like there was a period of time where I wasn't watching, and I remember Bobby Lashley as being like, "Oh, you know what, man? It's probably best you don't talk." <laughs> hearing him mm-hmm. yeah. now, it's like, all right. Not only can you, not only can you bring it, but you do have MVP. Who I, mm-hmm. I'll put him on par with, uh, with the likes of Paul Heyman in terms of being Whoa. able to, being yes. Able to bring it.
1: run. Yes, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. So yeah, it, it, it is. It's just like I, and for me, I think. I, I do think there are talent who can talk, but just can't do scripted. Like there's, there there's talent yeah. who can do scripted and can go off the cuff. There's talent who sounds better just off the cuff. There's talent, talent that sounds just better scripted. So I think you WWE needs more freedom uh, in motion. And I, I, cause I would think that this promo that Bobby Lashley um cut, you know, there were some, Babyface buzz, buzz lines in there, but it sounded like it was his actual story, like his actual grind to the title to me. So uh, I don't know if maybe he mixed some of of like some shoot style stuff into the scripted, but it, it just sounded way more believable um, than a lot of stuff that some other people are given.
3: Yeah, and yeah, then, and then of uh, and then it finally like in terms of raw, it adds up to the match. And the reason why the yeah. match is so satisfying is because The Miz has been running away. Yeah. I think it would have been more fun if they stretched it like once a week for a month. He's running like one time he gets counted out. Then he gets DQ'd and you stretch that over like a month rather than a day. But mm-hmm. like to see The Miz finally get his ass kicked was so satisfying. It's like,
1: yeah,
3: yes, finally, I got, my, I got my that's exactly what I wanted to see. And then we can move on. He doesn't need to fight The Miz anymore. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I his aura is you. like what he wears. I'm with you. I'm with you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, it, and here, this is the thing about the Miz. Like I thought he's right. Like in my opinion, he's completely right. His logic is sound. If I'm the Miz, like I'm kind of going to be pissed. Like I thought I tricked the system. I beat the system. Uh-huh. I got counted out. I had my appendix bust. Uh, I had all these other things going on. And you know what? Like he, he should be protesting or petitioning or something. I want The Miz to get justice for the way that Adam Pierce treated him. And you know what? Miz could have his title back. He, he convinced me with his promo that he didn't deserve to have to defend the title so many times in one night. Normally, (laughs) you get like a smarmy heel who finds their way out of it, kind of to Ari's point. So, this was unique that we did get so many times in one night where he was kind of being schooled. But, I loved it. I, I loved it back then. I'm, you know... Miz did, did a good job. I'm a little disappointed though, because he went straight back to Goofy Miz. And I didn't know why I thought he went straight back to Goofy Miz. But I think to Ari's point, like, it's the outfit. When he has the suit, he's got, he's got That's that. So trip. True. He's looking good. But okay. then he puts on the headband and you can't take him seriously. Like, yeah. take off the headband, dude. Come on. But
1: isn't it because like, um, like, I know for Miz and a lot of the other, uh, like some of the older timers, when you have the championship, you have to dress in the suit. You know what I'm saying? So like when Miz had the the belt for the two weeks, he came out in the suit, he looked like the champion, and then the minute he didn't have the belt anymore, he had to go back to his regular ring attire. Mm -hmm. That's what his Mm -hmm. regular ring attire is. Mm -hmm. I think it's that old school mentality of if you're the champion, you have to dress like the champion.
2: I'm um. so disappointed in that, though. It's such a. Mm-hmm, I yeah. I was like encapsulated, enraptured, enlivened, and yeah. and and tr- uh, yeah, all of the Latanya <laughs> all words, of the yes. all of the Latanya <laughs> words, and I, you know what? Look, I'll. I, I get your point, but just give me a Miz in a suit. I need to believe in him. He's good he in is a suit, Miz from the real world back to New York. He deserves the hype. Come on, bring it back. Yeah. Yeah. well
1: uh, so in the midst of all this we got Drew staring sideways at a screen so you know uh, they, he's the, watching the match
3: the way we all watch television to our yeah. side to our I side do. Yeah. <laughs> with the camera pointed at us actually you know what I, I've watched television like that before in a room with 20 people uh, there's no more seats you have to stand up and you yeah. have to be that close this is the only way it works when there's 20 people in the house otherwise yeah. No one watches TV that way. Come on.
1: So basically, Drew is like, "Well, I'm gonna face whoever wins," and I'm like, "Oh, that's how that works. Okay, sure, fine." But then before all of that, Sheamus cut You know, beats him up, and then we get another Drew versus Sheamus Sheamus match, which is now a no disqualification match. I mean. Uh, like, it's good. Drew and Sheamus have been fighting for forever, it feels like. They put on these good matches that are just absolutely brutal and all that, but alright. Yeah, well, feels, okay. feels like filler to me, personally. I have a
2: question, though. Why
3: did Sheamus have his fingers in Drew's mouth? <laughs> <laughs> that's the That's the move that you do when you want to make children laugh. You pull yeah. your you pull your cheeks oh, to the side oh my and you, God. you do that and that's like you make kids laugh.
2: That, that is that so disgusting. Move.
3: You put <laughs> you your just, fingers in someone else's mouth. Oh, in someone else's, no, in your mouth. That's the move you do. And then you stretch no. it to the side.
1: But Seamus put his fingers in Drew's mouth during a panoramic. That is disgusting.
2: <laughs> during during a Panama sunrise. That's not cool. Come
1: that's on. not cool. That's
2: no. not cool. Social distance. No.
3: Please. Oh my
1: god.
3: Ugh. I'm looking at a picture. Oh. And I just look Maybe I knew there was a know. cute kid in the front row and they just wanted to make him laugh. She <laughs> was like, you know just what, as an entertainer, <laughs> WWE, you and the Thunderdome.
1: That is disgusting. He's
3: like lighting up a little bit, Drew, and just shoves <laughs> his index
2: fingers in his mouth. Like, why so serious? <laughs> back to his. Maybe he was checking for wisdom teeth or something like that. That know. is so nasty. Maybe that, that is move is so normally
3: uh, a disqualification, but he was like, you know what? No DQ. I need to take advantage. That's what
2: I was <laughs> I mean, thinking too. I mean, yeah, you mentioned Britt Baker though. Maybe he's training for his his dentist license. <laughs> yes, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Yeah,
1: the dental assistant. But yeah. I. So, do you guys want to see that? Do you guys want to see Bobby Lashley? Think, oh,
2: what? I thought you were asking about the fingers in the mouth. Yeah. I'm like, no, not man. so much. No, don't. No, I don't want to see Seamus <laughs> in a dentist gimmick. But no, Bobby and and Drew at WrestleMania. Sure, give it. Sure, sure. Why not? Sure. I mean, I think that there could be someone who has more intensity and fire at mania against Bobby and drew has it, but I think he is so intently focused on Seamus right now that I kind of just want to see that like play out and continue to blow up. It would be strange to me to see a feud with this much fire with drew and Sheamus not actually pay off at WrestleMania.
1: Yeah. But I mean, at this point they've already had a, they they had a notice. This is the notice qualification. No disqualification one. Didn't they have, like, they had a just maybe a very long match last week. It was just mm-hmm. super long. Um, so, like, at this point, you just, you put it in a cage at WrestleMania? They don't have a title. You know what I'm saying? They, they don't have a title. So, you just put it out a, in a cage. Or they haven't said what they're going to do for Fastlane, if I re- remember correctly. So, maybe you do the two of them for a number one contendership or something. That way finally, if uh you you put them maybe in a cage, number one contendership, whoever wins faces Bobby Lashley. That way they can end that feud while also segueing into something for Bobby at WrestleMania. I'm I'm just I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out where we're going with this.
2: I kind of want to know from from you, Ari, like what's the wildest, like, but most exciting possibility here for a match? Because I'm tired of like, I don't want a cage. I get it. You hate each other. Right. You want I, you need to be locked in somewhere like we get it. We've seen it a billion times. Yeah. But I could do anything right now, especially before bringing back the crowd. So like, what is it like? What could we? see out of this that would actually be really fun and and like unique do we need a like an infer Ooh. Ooh. Fight, pit. fight pit
3: fight pit, fight yeah. pit. put, put, put him in a basement <laughs> basement match yeah. put them put in a basement in the opposite of a cage whatever you can fight each other there it'll be different instead of uh, uh, it'll, there'll be furniture uh, around yeah. you can throw at each other instead of metal stairs it'll be a, a wooden chair yeah, I was gonna yeah. say not
2: great. It'll probably yeah. just end with them like <laughs> both picking up couches and running at each other, and then knocking themselves yeah. out.
3: Right, James? Um, like, can so, you continue? Yeah. No, no. Yeah, he's passed just out. It's
1: <laughs> just, Yeah, I, I, I guess we'll just see where this goes. But I, 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 again, if it's Drew versus Lashley, because Drew's promo was like, "Oh, how much of a big man are you if you beat me up?" so that you can put the title on Miz just so you can easily beat Miz up like y- you're scared of me so that's what it, it kind of seems like is going to happen but Matt you're right it, it seems weird to just kind of truncate this Drew Sheamus mm. um, feud if you're trying to convince me that their feud is like a legit blood feud so I guess we'll see H- how would you um, guys
3: feel about a triple threat Sheamus, Drew and Bobby Lashley because if I haven't learned anything about wrestling it's full of haters everyone's a yeah. hater <laughs> Everyone yeah. gets super jealous immediately, and Sheamus would be a super hater. Cost Drew the match, and then they're like yep. triple
1: threat. It's a it's a thing. I, I it's there. I'd be okay with that.
3: <laughs> I, I, I'd, I'd rather see the one on one with Drew, but I, yeah, I, I can see that scenario going as well. Yeah, right. I mean it's it's also like about how they do it
2: all the time, right? So like, sure, give us give us any match, but like build it in the right way. Where exactly. We're very excited. Yeah. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. you know, maybe maybe it's like some I don't know. I was gonna say like a handicap match where somehow like Sheamus and Drew are put together, even though they hate each other. But <laughs> like the person who gets the pin wins the championship. So oh, they're like here. beating That's each other one. up, and I don't know. I have no clue why they, that makes literally no sense, but. But the thing is, they, like, do something. Di- yeah, exactly. Do something different and, like, entertain yeah. us.
1: Because now, as we've been talking about all the different gimmicks, I'm just thinking, like, okay, we saw a last man standing match at uh uh Roman and KO just did that. You know, they don't use Hell in a Cell unless the pay-per-view is named Hell in a Cell. You know, we just saw a cage match on SmackDown a week and a half ago or two weeks ago or something like that. So, they're out of gimmicks. It's almost like they have to Another wrestling promotion went and found a gimmick that has uh, never no, been mm,
2: done. Mm, Mari, no, no, Mari, no, no that's we'll it, talk doesn't. about that mm, later. Mm, mm, yeah, that might, maybe this will. Yeah, yeah. Give me, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna oh, oh, yeah, it might, <laughs> it might not be as as explosive as they're hoping. Um, yeah. yeah, I, you know what. I'm gonna call it now. I want to see Drew and Sheamus in a a four corners bull rope match where like they have oh to my tap the corner and <laughs> they have a little light at the top. <laughs> you don't like a bull rope match? That you know is what? a Any throwback.
3: JBL. Going, yes, it's a throwback. Wow. Yes, oh I want God. to see that. Then you know what? One thing that really stood out from the from the Drew McIntyre Sheamus match. Kendall stick underneath the ring. Why? I don't know. Like. There's just a candlestick underneath the ring. What? Oh, yeah. the fence, <laughs> stairs and ladders—that makes sense. You gotta, you know, you gotta make the ring. But why is there a random kendo stick in the bottom of you the know? ring? They start beating each other with it. How about just a candlestick match? They just fight and they, like, just have a sword fight, but with kendo mm, sticks.
1: A sword fight. Man, it How is kendo it, stick it, match. If anything has shown us, this has just shown us that it is hard to come up with gimmick matches.
2: Car. <laughs> 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 cage. Um, Come on! No, oh, it's not. Yeah, throw them in a shark Oh my tank. god, a,
1: a, a shark cage match. The last time they did that shark was like a Shark
2: Tank. I don't the know. Yeah. It's a shark cage. The no, I like want above them above the ring. I want them in a shark tank, though. What? what does that even man? mean? We <laughs> could throw in like Casey, Cat and Zaro, and they'll Some be like, squ- like, yeah. Well, no, they would just be in the water. Maybe they have a mask so that they don't try But they could fight underwater, no, and there can be sharks, it. and they'll fight stop the it. sharks. Mm-mm. I want it. I want it.
1: <sighs> so, um, some other stuff.
3: on I'm manifesting saying. it. I'm Mark, manifesting it. Mark Cuban can judge who wins the match. Exactly. Twenty to them, <laughs> and then the, the winner gets like a million dollars investment. Right.
2: The seed <laughs> in investment in <laughs> their new startup. Yeah. in their oh In their shark seed startup. Uh, yeah. <laughs> let's are
1: ridiculous. go. Ridiculous.
0: Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?
1: Is yes. Randy versus AJ? AJ was just backstage cutting up, making fun of Randy, saying he's been distracted, and Randy basically like, "Oh, well, I can fight you." And I love, I like almost here. I like we've been talking about almost like on and off for like um, a few weeks now. But AJ Styles, his bodyguard, that man is huge. He's Why so is he so big?
4: <laughs> Thick, yeah.
1: It's like like AJ comes up to his like not even his shoulder. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, it was so good. But yeah, so um, we get the Randy and AJ Styles match. And of course, during the match, uh Alexa Bliss is on the screen. Randy Jordan starts coughing up that black target. AJ Styles, yeah. the opportunist, uh, um, pins Randy, Randy loses, Alexa comes back onto the screen and giggles a lot. I mean,
4: yeah.
1: okay, like we've seen it again. So I just I just need the Fiend to appear at this point. Like Bray Wyatt has to come between now and Fastlane or something so he can carry this feud for the the last leg into WrestleMania because this Alexa and Randy stuff has been great. We've talked about it numerously it's been great but at this point you're kind of you're all the tricks are tr- tricked
5: the
3: tricks are tricked the yeah. T- yeah. two Do shot, other shot, tricks shot. Shot. yeah is she yeah. is she the new Papa Shango? Is that what's going on? Mm, yeah, it's just like Andre, vomiting. Voodoo, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, like yeah, I want to see more of that. Even even if it has to mean like Randy Orton, an act. He's an actor. He was in the Marine. Yeah, he's one, one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> make him make him convulse. Make him do the Devon Dudley. Like I, yeah. I believe it instead of just black tar coming out of his mouth every week. Sometimes twice a week. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't usually think of that as the D, uh, as the Devon Dudley. Usually, it's like get the tables. But you know, like, it's like we get the, Are we getting the testify gimmick? Is that what that's about? No, we're getting Devon through a table, and then he sells it. So he he's, can, yeah, he's he's being electrocuted. <laughs> he tortured a, a little bit, yeah. Guaranteed, if you put on YouTube Devon Dudley yes. through table, you'll see exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know,
2: I ha- I had questions about this segment though because number one, I'm like. Where where did Alexa buy a pentagram jack in the box? Do you think they sell those at like Walmart? Oh, Etsy, for sure. We have
1: crafts in the yeah, the fun house. She can craft <laughs> that. She
2: put that together herself.
1: Yeah, she.
2: She should it. be an engineer. That's really impressive.
1: I know. Like we don't know what was inside it. It never popped out. So like yeah, I don't want to you know. know. Did she tell? She actually didn't. She tell it to like wait for a second. She's like,
2: like we're just gonna wait a little bit. Like that's yeah, not the point of know. the Jack in the Box. The point is that you 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 finish it doing it and then it goes like Boom, Oh my god, awesome! Yeah, and it, and then you close it and you do it again. That's the game. But maybe she, Honestly, Bray be like, Bray is in the box. <laughs> in the Bray, box. Is a, Bray is in the box. What's in the box? <laughs> Who's in the box? Is it Bray or is it the fiend in the box? Oh yeah, or is fiends. it just his head? Because oh that God. would be really terrifying. How can, how
3: can we protect Randy Orton from seeing Alexa Bliss on television? Like, can we give him like shades, some sunglasses? <laughs> like, I honestly, Wait, poor yeah could, I ima- think, could you imagine every time I'm you go to work? Wondering. Yeah, <laughs> come on, just some, sun-
1: yeah. So yeah, some sunglasses to block out the the laughing and the, all the screens <laughs> yeah. turning.
2: UV Maybe that's... <laughs> Maybe that's the move. I, I was wondering about that though, because how that kind of played out is that Omus reaches into the ring and like pulls, uh, pulls AJ out. And then that's when Alexa pops up on the screen. And I was thinking to myself, like, if I'm, if I'm Randy's opponent, I'm totally going to go on cameo and get Alexa to make a video that <laughs> distracts Randy. Cause I think that's what happened. I feel it's like it's like now. It's an inside job at this point, where it's like, okay, uh, let me put in my request for Alexa. Uh, 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 Alexa, could you please uh, pop up? Maybe you have a pentagram jack in the box. Like, yeah. you know, it's Randy's birthday. Just send him a quick note. Like, I think that that's what's going on. That's here. how you
1: beat Randy every time. It's like you just show him the cameo. Yeah,
3: you show him the cameo. Come to the okay. ring, with the phone, play it.
1: Yeah, I like don't... I just, I, it's good, but I want this last leg. I really need this last leg. To be like the, the fiend, I, I want him to come back. Like normally, I say you know wait till you know make, make it a surprise, wait till the last minute. Um, but we thought he was coming back. I was convinced he was coming back at Elimination Chamber. Like they haven't said what Randy's plans for Fastlane are. Maybe he like maybe he should like call out Bray or something like that. Call out the fiend or something like that. Um, and fiend, and he turn up on Fast Lane because I really need this to pivot from Randy versus Alexa to Randy back to the fiend again because people have already been saying Alexa's been carrying this um, feud and that Alexa um, you know we've, we've already heard from some people don't like the feud you know some people think the Ooh. feud is garbage to who say said that lady. we'll talk about that a little bit no. later <laughs> wow <laughs> okay. but yes so I just want I just kind of want to pivot I want to pivot back to focus on Randy versus Andy, uh, yes. personally yes um, I
2: I also will just quickly say, I don't know how Randy is medically cleared. I don't like the black lung. I don't like, (laughs) I'm like, does he have tuberculosis? Because that is not chill in these days like i get that we have our tv shots like we're all good whatever but like just like put him have them take a couple weeks off until the cough heals up yeah I Ari, think. should the wwe
1: medics be fired
3: yes we we need well, <laughs> well 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 that can go unsaid but can you visit a doctor or a scientist can we take some samples what is yes. this what's going what
1: on substance
3: yeah <laughs> So so, imagine he's talking to he's talking to a doctor, and he's like, "So you're you're having a match, and you're spitting out black tar." Yes, yes, that's exactly what's happening. Like, is this happening to anyone else? Uh, uh, some people can't see it. You're also hearing yourself on television, but with an evil voice. Yes, that's <laughs> the, yes, doctor, that's exactly what's happening. You know what? Why don't you come with me? We're gonna give you a, we're gonna give you this very comfortable padded room. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna give you this brand new jacket. <laughs> Take a break, Take, pal.
1: Yeah, yeah. Randy just needs a, a mental health break. Yeah, uh, maybe it's
3: mental health that's the real yeah. issue here.
1: We all, everybody, please <laughs> use your PTO for mental health I,
2: days. I, that's I, very important, ser- seriously. But also, I think that this goes a little bit beyond that. But you know, it never helps. Use yeah, get get those mental health days in seriously. That's our PSA. That's one of our PSAs. Yeah, for the right week.
1: in the middle of the show. So yes. uh, the funniest part of Rod and me and probably the best part and again like we come on this podcast every week and we just heap praise on basically the same people I'm sorry Uh-oh. this is what we Uh-oh. do Are so, we're not sorry so no we're not Uh Naomi and Lana finally got their championship match like they qualified to be the number one contenders like feels like it was like a month or so ago I, it, was. I, it was a while Yeah. okay so I knew I wasn't tripping it was like a month and a half ago and it sucks that they did this on a random raw you know but they they got their championship match against Shayna and naya and uh they lost um but the funniest part about the this match oh was, no
2: was, was, what we're about to say because like here's <laughs> the thing look mm-hmm. just what do you think is the funniest part is about Reggie? this match
1: Reggie came out with, <laughs> with uh, uh, Naya and Shayna. Uh, <laughs> uh, Naya made some jokes about she knows a, a, a fine, tall glass of wine when she sees it. I am so for this. Like, I don't care, guys. I don't care. This is the most hilarious thing to me. Between Shayna being the straight man in here, like, just like, why? Why is this happening? To Naya being the comedic foil who is like asserting herself into this relationship. We'll talk about it a little bit more with Reggie. It is just so good. Like, again, Shayna and Nia have been doing such great work as a tag team championships and if uh, tag team champions. And when you have secondary belts like this, this is what they're for. You know what I'm saying? They're secondary champions and they should be being built. Um, and I think this is what's happening, uh, Ari. What did you think about uh, this whole situation here? Uh,
3: first of all, before anything, I, what I want to point out because I loved—I've been obsessed with the the Naya, the Reginald of it all. Mm-hmm. Later on, we'll talk about the the, the <laughs> montage. Yes, <laughs> yes. But what I want to point out is WWE kept running ads about like in celebration of International Women's Day. Yep, and we didn't get. Any women show up on the show with without any love until like an hour like thirty minutes before the show ended. Like that's true. Yeah. You had to fight through to watch that Naomi (laughs) Nina Jack Shane Baszler match.
1: Yeah. And then it wasn't even that long, if I remember correctly. It wasn't even that long. Yeah. It
3: was only used to to show love to Reginald, which Naomi needs to get her love. Like
1: Exactly.
3: She she's got the she looks like a highlighter pen, which which I like. Yeah, and you can see her. She's got the LA gear sneakers, which exactly. I like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Daft <laughs> Punk may have been Daft Punk may be separated, but she got the helmet.
1: Oh my god, I forgot about that. I'm so sad again now. Like, <laughs> wow.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, like this was a pretty. The match itself, I like the structure. I like the whole thing. They they use Reggie to basically lure Naomi away from the the match long enough for uh. Uh, Shayna to take her out and then Naya got basically got her revenge on Lana and pins Lana and Naya's new that is her new move we talked about it a few weeks ago how people thought it was like a botch but it's like it
2: basically
1: like it was dangerous yeah it's basically like a a one leg choke slam thing like power slam, choke slam thing. So it looked really cool. Like Lana is really good at selling that. Lana s- sold the heck out of it. Lana, I will give Lana her props. She can sell. Like, yeah. um, I the Money in the Bank ladder match that she was in two years ago. That sold me on on Lana selling at the very mm. least. Lana can sell. So. It was a great job all around. I like the the layout. Like Ari said, it's a lot of women segments that involve a man, but it yeah. is very very funny. Like it's it's hilarious. Shayna got out of there with their titles because uh, Shayna and uh, Naomi were over there by the timekeepers uh, area because they were over the the desk. Uh, Shayna grabbed the titles. Naya grabbed Reggie, and they were out. <laughs> Yeah. I was like she threw him over her shoulder. I love like I love doll. this cave this cave woman vibes this yes. like this this is so like women's history sexual liberation of a woman. Like I love Nia Jax being like I I see yeah. this man, I want this man, I have this man. So
2: but beyond like beyond that, like why did why my one thing, I just don't appreciate how Naya uh pins people and how she kind of like sits, she yeah, like sits sat on. on she sat on if I can't She threw
1: Lana's legs up and like sat like She threw her legs up and then sat
2: bit. on it's very odd <laughs> and unique. Yeah. But I mean I'm glad them. that she's she's really putting her whole power into it. Yeah. So yeah. good for her.
1: Any final thoughts, Ari, on the, this match? I think the final thing
3: is with, with Shayna Baszler to to give her Ooh, some rub. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. for, for such a long time, she looked like, she looks the part. She looks like mm-hmm. such a badass. The type yeah. of person you, know, you don't mess with. You cross the street when you see Shayna Baszler. Mm-hmm. And, and to the point where even, even just MMA fans know who she is, right? Mm-hmm. And when mm-hmm. she first came out, I was like, alright, cool, I'm into it. But then she That's kept right. losing and losing and losing. So I'm glad that with Naya, it's, uh, she's, she's back in the badass role again um and Mm -hmm. and still providing the funnies just by just by being the the silent type yeah yeah
1: Yeah. and and i i can agree with that but i think because her run was so dominant on nxt i was like that's when i came around to her when she actually started losing to be quite honest like Yeah, that NXT booking where they just booked her so strong and she went through all those very strong women. Not only did she go through like one of the strongest women's divisions at that time. Ever, but they just never let her show any type of charisma. So it was just defo boring to me. It was mm-hmm. like she's winning everything. She's not really charismatic, and it, it just coming off like very bully vibes. And then when she got, you on know the what? Movie,
3: that's actually what I like. Like I feel like yeah. Naya, Naya, and Shayna are like are like high school bullies from like a nineties TV show. Like, yes. laugh at yeah, the yeah. 40s things. Like, like, <laughs> like, okay, yeah. But that's the well. type
1: of bully I like. I don't, okay. I don't really like the just the mom. Like the the stoic. Yeah, the stoic one, exactly. This is why this pairing is so good. It is definitely like the 80s uh, movie bullies that just take everything too far. Like, why are you trying to kill this kid?
3: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, it reminded yeah. me of Bulk and Skull from the Power Rangers. <laughs> that, Power that, that's, Rangers phase out there—that's yeah, what I thought of immediately. Yeah. Last, yeah,
2: no, that's that's spot, and that that's the spot on comparison. But also, it's like, <laughs> yeah. once you hear that and then you see them, like it is. I'm gonna, I swear, someone needs to like tweet
3: those pictures I, side actually, by I side. I pictures. Yeah. I think what I want to do is whenever uh, I want to. You know what? I'm going to do this now. I'm going to edit. Oh. Uh, just Naya and Shayna together with the Balkan skull music. Whenever they showed up on the car, <laughs> this theme song that would follow them. And I, yes. think, I think I'm gonna edit that music together with uh, with one of their segments because it, it's perfect. It's amazing. Yes, please,
2: please, please. Yeah. We need, we need it so
1: I agree Shayna has just been doing so amazing Mm -hmm. like this, it's just so good like it's so good this pairing and it just came out of nowhere kind of in a sense like I always when they first got them together again I'll say it again I was just like okay it's another two singles competitor that you just kind of threw together and you got to do this oh will they won't they break up type of angle but it worked it worked their humor just Mm -hmm. works so well together um And so finally, we got our we we finally got the first inductee to the Hall of Fame. Like I was really, like because by now we've normally had like four or five. So I was really thinking like, are we going to get a Hall of Fame this year? And then, right on time, uh, Molly Holly uh, is surprised by her uh, former friend, former like tag. Team partner uh shane Hur- hurricane helms um and he he tells her on the bump uh, a really great wwe podcast yes. uh, yeah video podcast um he, she he, she he tells her that she has been inducted to the, to the hall of fame and this was just a really good moment we've included it in our highlights uh playlist um because i love molly holly like i'm a huge molly holly holly fan the things that she did for the women's division during that period of time where not many eyes were on it is just an understatement and I really, um, her reaction was just pure and genuine and both her and Hurricane were crying and it was just yeah. a really good moment it was a really yeah. good
2: moment yeah and I'll I'll just throw in too Molly's someone who's so interesting because like I've been looking back at just like 2001 and 2002 for mm-hmm. clips because uh, I'm going to be on another podcast the Hold Up podcast with Grace Leader talking mm-hmm. about Billy and Chuck and that storyline and, and oh. um, it's re- but it's interesting because watching those clips back like I found one episode of Smackdown where just to give an idea an encapsulation of some of Molly's character um, after she was with the hurricane, of course. You know, she was kind of like this prude character. Mm-hmm. Like, in this one episode of SmackDown, so weird. 20 years ago, though, the world was different. Like, Nydia, former Tough Enough winner, mm-hmm. uh, threatens to... She says if she's going to win the Women's Championship from Molly, she will flash the crowd and it's like this whole <laughs> thing. And Molly promptly, like, cuts that off and shuts that shit down. Everyone's booing her, but mm-hmm. it's kind of like... You know what, Molly? You you knew you knew that this would be canceled down the line, and you had their back. So (laughs) I will say, Molly's great. I I first saw her live at my first WWE show right after WrestleMania 20. She was bald. It was great. She was willing to go that far for the business, and I I admire her too. And she's definitely one of the under undersung uh, heroes of
4: that of that era. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: in in baseball they always say if you're going to go to the Hall of Fame, what cap are they wearing? What hat are they wearing? Mm-hmm. What what is right. it for Molly Holly? Is it is it the cape? It the superhero gimmick? Is that what we're going to with? It's bald, That's- bald cap, bald bald. <laughs> Give me the bald
2: cap, <laughs> <laughs> or like the <laughs> little she actually wore like a little wig with like a strap on it. Yeah, and
3: I remember so, that. So that, oh
1: my god, just so like I the, would put we'll, that on her. Yeah, that is. So I would put crazy. on that on her. <laughs> Yeah, like that,
3: abducted, it's always like uh, like one gimmick that people know him by. Which
1: gimmick exactly? Yeah. And so, I that's so funny because I asked my husband that last night when I was t- telling him because uh, Hurricane said, uh, Mighty Molly, you're going into the Hall of Fame. And then yeah. when they showed all the different tweets, it was like, Congrats to Molly Holly. Then it was like, Congrats to Mighty Molly. Congrats. So I was mm. like, I don't, I was trying to figure it out. I don't know. I think she might just be going in under Molly Holly, just.
2: Totally. Molly
1: Holly, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. but she, look, I think the best work for her career was definitely after Mighty Molly. I mean, that was awesome, but, like, we had so much great heel work from her, and at a time Mm -hmm. when, like, I think, we didn't truly have that many heel women in the division. Like, if they were heels, they were just kind of, like, throwing people around, and they were angry for no reason. She was motivated. She didn't like what the women's division was at the time, and I feel like a lot of fans now probably would be on her side. So no, it's, it's cool. kind of interesting to see how that works out for her. Mm-hmm. So she was going to yeah. bring them up
1: yeah yeah, and and infamously she was the women's champion at Wrestlemania they were going to cut that match and she said uh, she will make it a hair versus hair match and she will go bald just so that they can get on the card it was her versus Victoria right
4: yeah Victoria
1: that's some nice
3: to (laughs) share
4: she
1: did all of that just so that the women's belt would be featured on Wrestlemania so she is definitely an unsung hero oh she found it I'm so happy to hear that and her, mm-hmm. her genuinely her response was so so
2: great so shout out
1: to Molly Holly this is very very deserved she had nothing um, hmm
2: and, and she, she had nothing, she had nothing to say when like she was given the honor. She was like, thank you. And it kind of just, she's just such a sweetheart. Like you could tell she's a good, nice person. So yeah. I'm a fan. I will also point out that she infamously paid for Beth Phoenix's wrestling training back in the day, which oh, is a wow. whole other story. So her legacy goes deep. I, I, we need Molly on this podcast. I know. Tell us some nice things and comfort us, especially in this panoramic, uh, panoramic, yeah. red, panoramic, whatever world.
1: Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. I did not know that. Molly Holly, amazing. Um, amazing. Okay, so uh, I think that's it for Raw. Uh, we will m- now move on to our NXT highlights of the week. Uh, yeah. All the highlights that we talk about from the week are available in our show notes in a playlist form, so you can watch along with us. Uh, so for NXT, all right, this is a uh, this was a big week for NXT. Um, they introduced NXT women's tag team belts.
2: By the way, William Regal was so exasperated as he announced the belts so like usually what we'll get will be like it is such an honor these women have been working for so long they have been breaking their backs and fighting against sexism and you know women's rights are human rights like we'll get that we'll get that but no he was like look we screwed up last week and I'm just tired of waiting for someone from the board of directors to return my email so um, I just like had these belts lying Around I was I don't I don't know what I don't. We're here. Uh, if someone wants them, you know what? i are just gonna give them to you, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Here you go. Take these. Don't sue us, please. Thank you. And I think that was a good move from a legal standpoint.
1: Any um, initial thoughts on the tag have, team belt? Have copy?
3: you ever gotten a prize like a week after you've you've like won something, and it's like, all right, you've won this. Uh, and then a week later you're like you get an email you're like hey by the way by by winning this contest this raffle you actually there's an actual tangible item <laughs> you
1: know. no that's never happened cuz that doesn't make any sense <laughs> what was this what was this like okay so first off all right nxt has women tag team belts i don't like this i i like that the 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 one tag team belt floated now Uh, they never floated to NXT as often as they should have. And I feel like that should have been on creative. But now they're just adding more titles to the pool. And it's just like, I guess I would have really, really preferred a a women's secondary title here. This would have been a perfect place to do like a women's intercontinental championship or something like that. Um, Because another set of tag team belts is just I don't know. I just don't, I don't really like it. I, I, I really don't. And, um, I, the original women's tag team belts, I liked, I liked that concept. I thought, um, there were people back then who thought they, there should have been a secondary championship, but I thought there was a lot of women on the roster. You put the tag team titles for women, then you give more women opportunities. However, we've seen that a lot of the tag team champions so far have been single competitors. Uh, stuck together, you know what I'm saying. So it kind of defeats the purpose of the tag titles. So I really wish NXT had, had went with a secondary title. And then on top of that, not only did Uh-oh. they just hand these titles to Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, like Ari pointed out correctly, a week mm-hmm. late, they just yes. threw them into a match for them and probably lost the belts.
2: It was rude. What was the, okay? This is. I hope that this is not the end of I I know that this is the end of them fighting that fight but like you were screwed out of the match last week you were so actually there are lots of things happening here so last week on NXT which we did not even talk about because it wasn't Notable, uh, you know, as notable as a lot of the other highlights True. is that Naya and Shayna defended the championships against Raquel, Kai and Gonzalez, right? Yeah. And so that was awesome. Great. They lost. We also great saw match, them actually. <laughs> great, great match. But, you know, like they should just get a rematch. That should be the prize when you're screwed. Just get the rematch but for some reason WWE really wants to get these guaranteed tag team championship matches out of the way uh-huh. like they they're so we're getting we're getting we got Kai and Gonzalez we got um, what are their names uh, Naomi and Lana and then we got uh we're getting like Bianca and uh-huh. Sasha uh-huh. I guess so we're,
3: it's just a lot it's
2: just yeah it's just a lot that we don't you know I don't know why they're rushing so much with the tag team division
3: and then adding more titles. <laughs> Interesting. Happy International Women's Day, everyone!
4: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right.
3: yes. More Faces titles on more women. women. We did. Maybe that's. Yeah, maybe that was the idea. Effective immediately.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, again, I l- I love that the women are getting more titles because it is kind of crazy how the men have like so many titles <laughs> and the women only have a few. But I yeah. still don't really like this. Like, if NXT is supposed to be on par with Raw and SmackDown, then you should be encouraging that your one title holders travel to all three brands. Now you give them their own women's tag title belts that, again, it's a more encapsulated thing. And because NXT f- is more encapsulated, we're automatically, again, going to think of it as the developmental brand, even though they've been trying for almost two years now to convince us otherwise. But your actions you're saying you want us to put them on, on par with um smackdown and raw but the actions are not matching you know so yeah,
3: like I, i'm right. a, i'm a huge casual right so i barely mm-hmm. watch nxt because my perception is all right this is the training ground i'll just watch right. Right. i'll watch the best of the best when they get elevated to to the other roster like again right. if, I, if i'm a sports fan will use a sports metaphor like uh, if we're if we're gonna look at like the minor leagues, like yeah, there's some really really amazing players in the minor leagues. But I'll watch them when they're competing against the best. Mm-hmm. Now I'm raw on SmackDown on mm-hmm. on whatever whatever brand. But as a casual, I'm looking at NXT as like uh, I'll I'll watch those guys when they're when they're better at their craft.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's unfortunate because that's what it was. It was a developmental brand. And I did used to like actually watching people develop because mm-hmm. early NXT really was, you could tell they were working stuff through it. this NXT. They're, they're bringing over big indie stars, putting them in NXT, trying to say that NXT is the third brand, but still they have not shaken that developmental feeling. So it's just a weird, weird spot. That NXT finds itself in.
3: Although um, in the long run, I'm glad Amber Ember Moon won. Big Ember Moon fan.
1: Yeah, Ember Moon is yeah. she's amazing. And Shotzi is Chef's kiss right now. She's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um
3: I just but, wasn't ready
2: for that. I wasn't ready for it. Like I like I just yeah. wanted more more build to it, especially cause it felt you, there's a little, like, uh, bad taste in your mouth when you're like, yeah. oh, like, so Kai and Gonzalez were given the championships, like, maybe have them defend it once successfully, at least so that it proves that they deserve to have the championships yes they won the tournament I get it yeah. but like to have them defend it so it proves that they're legitimate and then have Blackheart and Moon beat them would be kind of nice but it kind yeah. of I don't know I kind of feel like uh, at the end of the day like Dakota Kai kind of gets the short end of the stick here because it so looks much. like it does look like Io Shirai is going to be taking well it, she's 100% going to be taking on Raquel Gonzalez yeah. she challenged her Um but yeah like let's I, I don't know I feel I don't know I not love this
1: so real quick, let me just for our listeners who um yes. don't keep up, let me just give you the timeline here. Uh Dakota Kai and Raquel yeah. Gonzalez won the women's dusty cup, right? That means they won a match versus Shayna Anaya for the now what the regular tag team titles (laughs) the wwe women's tag team yeah yeah they beat Um, like
2: so many different people and then won the one yes they had the match
1: so then they had the match last week and during that match it was a little bit of controversy because uh raquel gonzalez and uh was it naya they they took each other out like on the apron, but Raquel was the legal man. Mm Shayna then pinned Dakota Kai and during this, also I should say during this, there was a a ref bump. Shout out to Aja. She took that ref bump um, (laughs) and was she was out.
2: Shout out to Aja (laughs) for that bump, yes.
1: Yes, so uh, um, uh, when Shayna covered Dakota Kai, another ref came out and counted to three and gave them their titles back.
2: Yeah, and she uh-huh. uh, it was so she Shayna choked out the so I don't even know yes, if Dakota Kai tapped out. Sorry, no, but she just like choked her out, out and I so Yeah, no, it was just strange too because she didn't actually tap. So no,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I didn't, but also didn't seem like she was passed out. Yeah, so I don't know, but let's just assume that she was passed out and the ref made a bad decision. They should have just restarted the match then.
1: Yeah, that's so, my thought. Because of that, they said they were screwed. So I guess the justification of bringing out the tag belts and then handing it to them was because you guys still won the Women's Dusty Cup. Why didn't they just hand them to it at the Dusty Cup? Makes no sense. But anyways, so they (laughs) handed it to them. Shotzi and Ember said, hey, you know, we were in the finals, too. We should be your contenders. We want to match against you. Um they have a match and then Ember and Shotzi end up beating Raquel and Dakota Kai. And again, Dakota Kai took the pin here. So like we mentioned, maybe two weeks ago on the podcast, Raquel yeah. Gonzalez is clearly being groomed to be, uh, uh, EO's, um, competitor and we knew that weeks ago so actually during the dusty cup finals correct me if i'm wrong matt but i said that they probably should not win it so that ember moon and shotzi could win the yeah win the cup and then go on to face uh, naya and so when raquel and dakota kai won it i was like okay so they are gonna have that match but they're just gonna try and make raquel look good during that match and all of that all that came true. And Raquel is now going to face EO because EO challenged her because reasons. And reasons. Reasons.
2: So, reasons matter.
1: Again, Ari, what do you feel? I feel like this kind of got away from them. I feel like this got away from NXT. What do you think?
3: <laughs> at least, at least, are we talking the, the, the Shirai and Raquel?
1: We're talking everything. This booking thing <laughs> is just really weird.
3: Honestly, it, it, like at least for that, that was like it felt for me. Like whenever you're playing Street Fighter or an arcade game, and you're just going through to get to the final boss, and then all of a sudden it says, "Here comes a new challenger." I was like, Wait, What? <laughs> huh?
4: Where'd that come from? Who huh. right. put in the quarter?
3: It felt, <laughs> it felt like it felt like Raquel just put in a new quarter.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I mean, because I guess uh, was it. This week uh, EO and Tony had a match. It was okay. It was alright. Uh EO beat Tony cuz that was her last hurdle. Uh EO had never beat Tony in a one-on-one match and they had been building it up for a week or so. So EO finally beat Tony. So now EO and Raquel they'll they'll more than likely um face each other. Did they did they give a date for that match yet? No, right?
2: It'll happen eventually. It'll
1: probably happen like that WrestleMania weekend. NXT now is, did y'all see this? NXT is now going to do like a two day thing in the middle of the week.
2: I assume it. I'm. I'm assuming this match is happening. Then, yeah, yeah, it was weird dates. Where I was just like, "That's not a weekend. That's confusing. Yeah. But I think it's. <laughs> I think it's like at the start of WrestleMania. So, yeah,
3: it's at, yeah. during WrestleMania week. It's during WWE WrestleMania. WWE yeah. was like, we heard you guys complaining. An eight-hour show, way too long. So we got you covered. We heard you loud and clear. We've got four events. Yeah. <laughs> we'll spread them so you could take a nap in between. <laughs> we'll just throw them on Tuesday night. That's Tuesday, Tuesday night. What are you yeah, doing Tuesday, Tuesday you night? Can stay yeah. right? But how about that? Wednesday night, too.
2: We're going <laughs> to give you two <laughs> nights. We'll just see how this breaks down for Yeah. yeah. No, it's a lot. It's, it's a weird.
1: lot. Uh, NXT stand and deliver. I think that's what they're calling yeah. it. so That's yeah. their WrestleMania. One stand
3: dude, and the other one's deliver. Yeah. And then the third one called Evil. Stand, deliver us from evil. Yeah, (laughs) They they both
2: better deliver.
1: So, yeah, that was just a mess. I I mean, Shotzi and Ember, uh, at the end of the day, Shotzi and Ember are now our women's tag team uh, champions. uh, NXT women's tag (laughs) team champions. They are the second title holders because Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez's names are actually going to go in as inaugural, which is
3: what what a a legacy. It's on the Wikipedia
2: page. It's real. Yeah, what a legacy. Good job. Go. Yes. An
1: hour? The rain was an hour, maybe a half an hour. I mean, not even like uh, well, Probably
0: oh a little my less. Gosh.
1: Uh, so, um, <laughs> other than that, we got Zia Lee facing Caden Carter. So, Caden Carter wanted take to take revenge on Zia Lee because you know Zia Lee took out Casey a few weeks ago during the Caden K- Carter match. Um, Zia Lee, Caden Carter match. Casey came out hobbled on like a uh with crutches and then she she de- she decided to beat Zilee. This is the first time Zile um had looked vulnerable uh since since coming back. I think did was it a disqualification? I want to say it was a disqualification Yeah it was yeah.
2: disqualification when mm-hmm. Casey just decided to use her crutch which she needed. She needed her crutch. But she said, I'm going to get my revenge. By the way, I'm going to go back to the fact these people were not friends. They were not friends. Before, <laughs> right. they said. Like really, when you're friends, when you have friends, you do not beat them up with crutches. Like, I yeah. look, sometimes your French, like the friendships go a little cold, maybe a little sour. I don't know about you, but I've never beat my friend with any blunt object for nope. that matter.
3: The the, the year year 2000, one time. time, I've been forgiven. forgiven. I Honestly, I I thought, again, as a reminder to everyone listening, I'm a very casual, Mm -hmm. and so NXT isn't something that I keep up with every week. So for me, what stood out the most from that match is, uh, it was Casey right, with the crutches, where she starts beating, uh, she starts beating... uh, with uh, with the crutches and while yeah. she's saying that she's saying you took it too far <laughs> <laughs> so you, you've crossed the line and she's just beating her with the crutches yeah, was crutch. I, that was my <laughs> favorite I had no context I'm like wait what's going on she, she took it too far yeah. It's like, have you seen pro wrestling?
2: Come on, the, no one's been burnt. No, like, literally, no one has been set on fire here. Like, that is the standard in yeah. recent yeah. months. If you don't set your opponent on fire, you don't care. Yeah. You know, you yeah. might as well not even show up if you yeah. if you don't you're have even a box to win. of matches with you. Come on
3: let's go (laughs) and then what also cracked me up is since now we're doing pumped in crowd noise uh when she was hitting it we're hitting her with the crutches and then the referee takes it away the crowd starts booing i'm like did the crowd want more crutch violence (laughs)
2: yeah (laughs) wait i'm so confused so nxt has a crowd they have like a handful of
3: people there but do they they also
2: have pumped in noise
1: yeah yeah that's true they i think they have both i think they have both
3: yeah, that right. A referee, so. It wasn't a referee that took it away, but someone took it away. And okay. the crowd starts booing. I'm like, oh, they wanted more crutch violence. Yeah. <laughs> well animals.
1: <laughs> this was the this was the the, the most vulnerable Zia Leah's look. And then Boa got into the ring and I'm like, Boa, you're not finna hit these women, right? Like he like Yeah. <laughs> <I
4: mean,
1: like, laughs> WWE will not allow it, but um uh Mei Ying <laughs> Whoever was in the throne, the, main yes, game, at the, top of the she like like lifted her hand up and did like a crush symbol, yeah, and, yeah. and I think Boa hesitated long enough for like um, okay, <laughs> yeah, for Caden and Casey to get out of there. So this is, yeah, I mean, sure, like, oh, yeah. I don't know. We'll this,
3: yeah. Yeah. So what's the name of that Mortal Kombat boss? That's what it looked like to me, like sitting on the yeah. throne. What What's the name of that?
1: So, oh, I
3: have so, no
1: clue so it goes back between like her 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 given name was Mei Ying okay. but she was the story of Tian Sha oh, yeah, Mei, yeah it, Mei it was like it's a, it's a mythical character where okay. uh, like a month and a half ago they 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 sent out like a um a visionette that was like anime style and it talked <laughs> about a pretty... yeah it talked about a princess who, um, whose brother took over their father's kingdom and he was morally corrupt. So she went to a dragon and was trained by a dragon. Um, yeah, to take over her brother, but she had to give her, her soul to the dragon to be able to yeah, take thanks. over from her brother. So she went to go and take the kingdom over from her brother. She defeated him, but because she had a soul, she, a, no soul, she ended up kind of turning into him. And now she like, uh, is teaching Boa and Ziya Lee like the ways of the dragon. Uh, but like one of our listeners pointed out last week, uh it seems like they're a little hesitant to embrace the dark side. And she is there to guide them through the it's it's been
4: it's interesting. The Mortal
3: really Kombat happens. villain. I love it.
1: So that's why we've been keeping up yeah that's why we've been keeping up with the storyline because it's very interesting. It's very um mythological and supernatural and that's something that calls to it. us. But like, this is kind of, this is interesting. Let's see where this goes. Because again, Zia Lee was kicking butt. Like, Xia, the reason why, uh, Casey was on the crutches is cause Zia Lee, Li, uh, like tried to cripple her using yeah, the stairs rude. and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, so now, uh, Zia Lee and Kaden Carter are both coming after, I mean, uh, Casey Cantazaro and Kaden Carter are both coming after Zia Lee. And we'll see how this plays out. But this is the first time Zia Lee has looked anywhere near like weak. So. It's that's interesting it's interesting um and finally for nxt uh finn Balor took on adam cole for the nxt championship like finn balor has been wanting to get his hands on adam cole since um the last takeover and this match was just it's very hard hitting the two of them normally do have really good matches it it was very intense like the storyline has been very very intense um But right before the end, Kyle O'Reilly returns. Adam Cole had taken Kyle O'Reilly out um, three or four weeks ago to the point where people actually thought he actually was hurt. Um, So Kyle O'Reilly comes out, distracts um, Adam Cole long enough from Finn Balor to get the upper hand and to win his championship. And then after that, Kyle O'Reilly decided to beat the crap out of Adam Cole
3: I said it earlier, wrestling's just full of haters. Why are you hating yeah. O'Reilly?
1: Well, yeah. uh, Adam Cole beat Kyle O'Reilly so bad that people really thought that Kyle O'Reilly <laughs> went into like a diabetic shock.
2: Which is a whole, go back and listen to that episode. We talked a lot about that, but that was a whole <laughs> weird like scenario yeah. of like fans getting confused. But I think the thing that, is like most notable here is Kylo Riley showing up and just schooling Adam Cole and just beating him down, slapping him around, and taking off his undisputed era um, armband, Mm -hmm. which like, they they were like, they were the yeah. most dominant faction. They were at one point, in their words, draped in gold with mm-hmm. all the championships in the NXT. Of course, ex- except for like the women's championship and this new <laughs> women's tag team championship <laughs> for NXT, but they had all the championships. And then now they're no longer a thing, or at least Adam Cole's not part of it. I don't, you know, I'm curious to see where that goes with Undisputed Era, but I don't know. I just like seeing Kyle O'Reilly, like, Doing things and being yeah. an individual and having a character mm-hmm. and not getting punched in the nether regions like Adam Cole <sighs> tried to do, so that was nice. yeah 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 <laughs> good for him. Yeah, I was really happy for him. It's like good catch. Yeah, more people need to lo- like know how to block. You know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is. Uh, I don't. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Ari, what do
3: you think about I, this? I, I don't. I don't think much. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. Whatever.
1: <laughs> and I, I say it like that only because like the Undisputed Era is such a good, they're such a good stable and they are so over. And so now they're broken up. And again, people like to say NXT is the new main roster, blah, blah, blah. I think uh, uh, whispers are Adam Cole and all of them are, are scheduled to stay on NXT. So I guess that's why they're going through with this Undisputed Era breaking up thing. But it would have been really nice to see Undisputed Era on the main roster, aka Raw or SmackDown together, you know. But they've been together for years. Since 2017 in NXT. Yeah. That was a lifetime uh, si- ago. Since yeah, since 2017. Um, so they have to move on. I I get that. Um it just sucks so we're going to be robbed of UE U- on the main roster with fans but but that's it where could that's
2: where i wonder i wonder if like maybe we'll get undisputed era without adam cole at some point because i'm a little scrambled on like who's who has good relationships with who still Me but they like, yeah. kind of broke up and then so i to me, it just seems like everyone has heat with Adam Cole at this point. Yeah. But I don't, I have to go back through like the tapes and keep up with it. But I would love to get an Undisputed Era thing without Adam Cole on the main roster. Maybe we get him as a singles competitor. And then, you know, like they could reunite. That could be cool down the line. But they, you know, they have a legacy. It's good. I don't mind seeing them not together anymore for now.
1: Yeah. That's true. Well, uh, so let's move on. Uh, let's move on to AEW. We want to just quickly touch on uh, a little bit of the fallout from the Revolution pay-per-view. Uh, so, at the AEW Revolution uh, pay-per-view, uh, they decided to do the exploding barbed wire death match that we talked about uh, last week. They tried and- it... We got we got like a lot of tweets. Like thank you again, Force of Will, for always tweeting us and keeping us up to date on what's going on in AEW. Because like we got the ending. Like John Moxley is laying in the middle of the the ring. The timer is about to go off for when the big explosion is going to happen. Eddie Kingston comes in. He tries to move Moxley. He can't. So he dies on top of them to protect him from the explosion. And that explosion was. Oh, it was rough. It was like, people were comparing it to sparklers. Ooh, sparklers. They were like little like flashbangs. Like it was not an explosion to say the least. And unfortunately, little uh, like Eddie Kingston had to actually like sell that, that little display. Ari, come on. What, what, what do you thought?
3: <laughs> when I saw those things going off, it reminded me of uh, birthdays or just random events where I'm at the club. I order bottle service, and then they come yeah. out with a bottle with a little sparkler on it, just to get you really excited that you just two hundred dollars <laughs> on a bottle oh and VIP. Right, that's what it reminded me of. It's like four different bottle service uh, spr- sprinklers going off. Yes, <laughs> it was very under any very underwhelming. <laughs> very much so. You-, you can hear the the fizz. Yeah, and yeah, those poor, yeah. those poor, poor John Moxley, poor Eddie I Kingston. Know. They had to sell it. They had to pretend yeah. they were dying. But then there's also the part of me that's like, am I the bloodthirsty animal that was hoping for some explosions? <laughs> like, was I was oh, I hoping God. to see like men getting like? For, my disappointment <laughs> means that so I was true. rooting for uh, these people to like not to see them on uh, on AEW the next night. <laughs>
2: I mean, they they should have just, like, there's a lot that there's, like, should have, could have, would have. But, like, honestly, they should have just filmed something or, like, CGI'd something where you (laughs) see, like, the explosion going off or, like, you know, we see, like, body parts flying all over and we're like, oh, my, what do they do? And we just see the smoke everywhere. But you think it's, like, an arm lying around? Maybe it's, like, Eddie Kingston's arm. I... The thing I appreciate most about this, though, beyond like the botch, which definitely shouldn't have happened, mm-hmm. is just how they've addressed it since uh with John Moxley and Eddie <laughs> Kingston uh, breaking it down and talking through all of that. Um, so I'm just gonna say like Eddie Kingston selling it as him having p t s d to his time in jail and he passed out like what, oh my. That man, that man—he can—he can sell me any. I'll buy anything from him. Where, where's Eddie Kingston right now? Where, like, he's probably passed out
3: again. Yeah, I, I knew, I knew that he really. I'll put it this way: when he was selling it, that it was PTSD. Look, look, look at the—you have to watch the clip again. He's definitely very drunk. <laughs> yeah, he's slurring his words. It's like, oh, okay. That's that's the mode they had to get him in. In order for them to to actually, in order for him to yeah. say those words, yeah, <laughs> he, he couldn't he couldn't sell that sober.
1: <laughs> but it no. came off really well. Like yeah, a I lot of people, them. like a lot of people, again reached out to us and was like, "Yo, like this actually, they did it. They they made it make sense." And I was like, "They kind of did." I I really I agree with Matt. I liked it. I know nothing about Eddie Kingston. Um, like I I don't no. watch him. Yeah, I told I said this last week. Like I, I know knew that just he would shock.
4: I'm trying to be I
1: knew that he was big on impact and stuff like that, but I just never watched him. And I thought that this was so great. Him and Moxley just sitting there, like they said they're drinking buddies again, and just going through what happened. And Moxley showing his shirt. He's like, All I got was this stupid shirt. It was so good. It was so funny. And that's how you pivot. And that's how you kind of like also like laugh at yourself as well, you know? Like AEW is not so uptight that they have to pretend like it was the greatest spectacle. Ever like, but like it was it was just really good, and it kind of goes into our next clip where like Omega and Um Don Callis and the Good Brothers were um were uh, uh approaching Eddie Kingston and they were even making fun of themselves. I'm confused, like that's uh, what lost me, <laughs> right? I was like, Kenny, you made that crappy explosion death wire thing. Why are you making fun of Kingston. This is on you, bro. Like
3: He, t- he did it. He did <laughs> it did a part of my evil plan. I exactly. knew that you'd be embarrassed because I could explode you all I want with the <laughs> true victory. <laughs> you'd be so embarrassed. <laughs> Weren't you embarrassed, Eddie? Oh my god. That's a good point.
2: That's like- a good point. Because I felt, I was like, you know what? I I would really be
3: embarrassed, too, actually, if I sold for that.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Embarrassed or exploded? Like I
3: knew. I knew you would be embarrassed. First of all, I knew you'd come out. That was the first thing I knew that would happen. Right. The yeah. second thing I knew was you'd be so embarrassed. <laughs> My evil plan has finally come together. Like, what yeah. kind of cartoon villainry is that? that? was so weird. <laughs>
1: yes. And then him and Don Callis recreating it was like, Okay, really like orny. y'all are warning like and Kenny Omega
3: wearing like a magic eye shirt, like you just like look at it and you keep zooming back in. it's like, oh, okay, I see uh sparklers, I guess.
1: So I agree. That's where they lost me to, uh, Eddie Kingston. He, they dared Eddie Kingston to like punch him. Like it was very like, Oh, you're going to hit me. Look at all my guys. Look at all my bros. Hit me, hit me, hit me. And then he hit him. And then so the good brothers started beating up Kingston. Uh, then John Moxley comes out to help Eddie Kingston. And then we get the countdown and Christian Cage comes out. Christian. Yeah, better known Kristen. as Christian from WWE. Uh, he comes out as Christian Cage. So we talked last week about how Big Show talked about there's this big signing and this is going to be huge for the business. And we talked about all the people we hoped it wasn't. And I feel like we landed smack dab in the middle of what <laughs> both of us didn't want. <laughs> um I said what? I did I said I didn't want a xh uh er He's definitely xwwe. You said you didn't want a 55 year old. I mean, Christian oh, is definitely he's not 40. 55. No, okay. i mean, no. I'm,
2: yes, but I did I said 55. I meant it. Nah. I was happy with Christian because here's the wow. thing with him. He he's looks really 10 times better than Chris Jericho looks. Christian huh? looks like he looks like he did 15 20 years, he he doesn't age and he stays in shape. And you know what? I'm excited to see Christian Cage versus Kenny Omega because in Japan, we got Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho. So I'm curious to see what quality of matchup we'll get out of Christian as compared with Chris Jericho. I'll take it. I'll take Christian Cage any day. Any day, Mari. Any day. And I will fight for that man because he has everything that a competitor needs. He has the mic skills. He's captain. Um, also, I take this personally because I am the Christian cage of this podcast. So, yes, I'm going to defend him, Ari. Just like I'll defend <laughs> Brie Bella and Devon
3: and, and Jeff Hardy. Testify. Testify. The Testify. The truth. Testify. Let's go, I, All right. I felt like the, I felt like the problem. I felt like the problem with Chris Christian Cage is like you you hype someone up and you're you you have expectations. The moment you got expectations, now you're letting my imagination run wild. Yeah. Now I'm thinking not who could bad. it be, and when it's not who yeah. I thought it was, no matter like. Unless you guessed Chris yeah. Cage, there's some, like, oh, man, either A, you're disappointed or be like, well, I guess I was wrong. I felt like yeah. if he just came out to beat people up and be like, oh, okay, hell yeah, I'm into it. But you can't announce, like, Hall of Famer worthy. He's coming in. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. Who could it be? I, right. I just want to point out
2: I think Molly Holly. <laughs> should have been Molly Holly. The,
3: uh, yeah, should have yeah. been Molly Holly, actually. I think people I would have been yeah. more excited for Molly Holly. In fact, I know, yeah. I, I'll put it this way I don't even know who this person is, but uh, Maki Ito, I was more excited when she yeah, came out. Maki I was Ito, like, yeah. oh, sure. oh my God, she's great. You know what? I'm
2: going to I'm with you, though, because I I actually made that comment last week. So that's like the logical side of things. But there's something I just feel like some kinship with Christian Cage. Like, you know, there's the edge edges out there shining. You need your moment. You need your thing. You deserve to shine. But But he's in the TNA Hall of Fame, I think. So, I don't know why he's Hall of Fame worthy and not a Hall of Famer, <laughs> but that's a whole other thing. Um we'll see what it has. I'm
3: just trying to be optimistic. We'll see I, what it has. He looks like order. Orange Jul- like an older Orange Julius. That's what, that's what he Julius. looks like to
2: me. <laughs> what, Give him
3: some shades, some you denim. Mean orange
2: Cassidy? No. Who's Orange Julius? Oh, Orange yeah, Cassidy? Orange Cassidy. They're, the same, they're oh. the same people as me. I call he, him he Orange Julius. His, he does look a guy.
1: He does kind of look old. I was like, but. is
2: Orange Julius like someone from some shit? I don't know. Look, I don't look.
3: He looks but. like Orange Cassidy. Again. Orange. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know what? And like Christian, like I'm watching the clip right now. Like Christian like immediately tries to do his finisher on Kenny Omega. I'm like, oh, he must have like in the video games when you taunt mm-hmm. a lot and you can do the special like <laughs> a lot of taunting. He like immediately went into the. <laughs> But Ari, an orange juice. Okay, an orange. What I
2: meant, orange Orange Cassidy. Orange juice is a blend of frozen orange juice concentrate, milk, vanilla, sugar, and ice. It's it's not quite a smoothie. It's too sweet.
1: This is a wrestling podcast, and we are talking about
2: Orange Julius. <laughs> now, Ari brought it up, so I'm, I, thought I thought Orange was Julius Orange was like a character. Cool. I thought it was like a video game character that uh, I just Orange Cassidy. Oh my <laughs>
1: God,
2: <laughs> would you rather have an Orange Cassidy and or an Orange Julius?
1: I didn't need to look it up because I knew what an Orange Julius was, and they wow, discussion, oh, I didn't know. What it was. I was oh. not about to tell. I was not about to say that on the podcast. So I, I thought again, it was a guy
3: that rocks shades. Like I, like I said, yeah. um. We're yeah, <laughs> so I
1: just, I just like Christian immediately comes in again. You announced you did this big announcement, like Ari said, for a WWE guy after we said we're not the we're not WWE light, and then he comes directly in and he's staring at your championship belt. Like, I don't, I don't like this. Like, you have so Larry, much talent over there. I see. AD,
2: I'm kind of with you, but like, let's see what the, let's let it play out. Let's let it play out. Cause maybe this will be somehow elevating other stars, but I don't want to jump the gun on, on this. So we'll see. Sure. We'll see. Um, so, uh,
1: we also got the inner circle. Uh, they wanted to have a war council because they all needed to get on the same page. You know, they were, they're were just asunder after the revolution pay-per-view. Yes. Uh, uh the Spanish God Sammy Guevara,
3: uh, the Spanish um, God. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, uh Sammy Guevara comes out. He shows the clip of MJF trying to um uh sway Santana and Ortiz and Hager to his side. MJF thinks he has uh Santana Ortiz, Jack Hager on his side and um they look like they're about to beat up Sammy and Chris Jericho and then Chris Jericho nods and everybody in the inner circle turns and they um they start to attack MJF well no I'm sorry they were about to attack MJF and Chris is like you stupid son of a you think i didn't know you were trying to take over my inner circle blah 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 <laughs> anyways MJF cowers in a corner and he says i wasn't trying to do that i made my own faction. Oh. Lights go off. We go to the second clip. And FTR, Sean Spears, Tully Blanchard, and some other guy. I, I didn't know his name. Wardlow.
2: Wardlow. Oh. Wardlow. Who was in the inner circle? Don't ask it, it happened. No, Something no, no, no. happened. So
1: that's why okay, thank you. Because I'm like, that's what I thought. I was like, Wardlow was normally in the inner circle, but he wasn't in that uh, that first part of the clip. He wasn't there when the Okay, so anyways,
3: they come out,
1: they all start brawling, MJF and his new faction, I don't, did he give them a name? I don't know. No, no. Yeah. The MJFers. (laughs) Right.
3: (laughs) Which, first of all, I think the first thing I want to talk about is Mm -hmm. uh, is Florida a two-party consent? You can't just film people without them knowing. How dare you, Sammy Quavera? You can't do that.
1: (laughs) I have no idea, but I feel (laughs) like Florida is a little loose with their laws.
3: Yeah, they don't, yeah. And uh, um, so we were talking about Kenny Omega being the smartest person on the planet by by uh, right. knowing that his explosion was going to really embarrass Eddie Kingston. But right. then you got MJF playing eight dimensional chess. Right. I knew Sammy Guevara would record it, and I knew you would turn on me. I knew you would know that I knew about knowing, and if you know what I know, yeah, what you don't know is. <laughs> I've been working on a faction on my own. Like what? Like okay. I think that yeah. Don't trust these people. How,
2: this is my synopsis. Uh, these are all bad people to know. They're all trying to screw you over and double cross you along. Like look, like, uh, mm, just. D- you do not need a faction. Just do your own thing. Go out on your own. Be your own person. Let's let's do that. Like, let's not work because someone's going to stab you in the back next week. Come on. <laughs> Bunch of haters. I told these you. Are not, these, are not, these are not the most trustworthy people. That's what I took away from this whole entire
3: situation. Yeah, I yeah. knew you would backstab me. You, I knew that you would know that I would backstab you. And then like um, <laughs> like, like like the old man, Pappy. I call him Pappy. No, like,
1: it's Tully totally Blanchard. <laughs> yeah, I like calling him
3: Pappy. He looks like a Pappy. Yeah. And then, and like everyone in AEW is in a stable or a tag team or a faction. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god! Like we're the it's individual. Yeah, like you said, yeah. Mac. Be your own person. Be a star. Be be a star. Let's go. (laughs) Oh God.
1: Yeah. So it, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. Like I, uh, Matt just reminded me we're going to try and let this stuff play out, but like it'll be interesting (laughs) how MJF, uh, uh, fits in with like FTR and them. Like we'll see. I did not see that coming. Like I didn't, I don't see them meshing like that, but sure. Why not? I guess yeah. if FTR is trying to do an old school style stable, um, I guess MJF could kind of be like their Paul Lee. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I, I guess that's what they're going for. He's going to be the mouthpiece, the motor mouthpiece. So we'll see.
3: And um, MJF I, saw that they were willing to kidnap people, and they're like, you know what? I like yeah. the cut of your jib. Come on in. <laughs> As soon as he saw that. <laughs> and Chris Jericho bled for MJF just just a few days prior to turning his back on him. He bled mm-hmm. for him. He bled for, for that tag title.
1: So it's weird, I guess the inner circle is faces? I don't a, know.
3: Is a cylinder now? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> oh.
1: well, so now it's on to the A show. Uh, this week we'll be talking about SmackDown. And again, just a reminder, all of the highlights that we are talking about can be found in our show notes in a very helpful playlist. Um, first up, we get Edge and Daniel Bryan. Um, so Edge comes out, him and Daniel Bryan talk about like, just talking about like I, I did all this stuff to get back to this point and then it kind of feels like daniel's taking his thunder and then daniel's kind of like but bro this is what you do you're the ultimate opportunist i want to take my opportunities as well and it was it was okay it was good back and forth between the two of them i like that there's a little bit more animosity there again i've been saying that i wanted edge and daniel Bryan to like fight um I would have liked that more than putting Roman in this position. Like Roman is the champion. I would have much rather like, uh, edge and, and Daniel Bryan, like Daniel Bryan be like, I won the elimination chamber and edge be like, so I won the Royal rumble. And then they fight to decide who faces Roman. Cause again, Roman is the champion, but whatever. So, um, this is the first time it hasn't been in a while that Roman didn't open the show. Uh, edge did, which is amazing. Um, good face-to-face, and then we had the Universal Championship contract signing as the um, main event, and that just, like all contract signings, just went down the tubes. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Ari, what did you think? What do you think about the whole Edge-Daniel-Roman dynamic?
3: Uh, once again we go back to the theme everyone's a hater Edge why are you hating on Daniel Bryan he did what he had to do then Mm -hmm. Daniel Bryan's hating on Daniel Bryan's hating on Edge and it's like Edge you're guaranteed a title fight regardless whether it's Daniel Bryan or Roman Mm -hmm. are you such a hater that you have to fight Roman Reigns Is is that your ego Edge is that how you earn your scar uh, you know to go into yeah. contract signing is it really contract signing unless chairs are being thrown at each other table being flipped <laughs> the whole over. table
1: Jay was like get <laughs> yeah. the whole table out of here
3: and, and <laughs> I know he does it every time but I'm I love every time he does uh, Roman Reigns does the, the corny like I sit at the head of the table I'm like yes, yes. it's so yeah. lame he does it every time but I'm always yeah. like marking out every time he does it like it's it's so such a small thing, but I like it.
1: No, but the even smaller thing, you see Paul Heyman, like when Roman sits at the head of the table and Roman's doing his serious talking, Paul Heyman makes sure that that championship is in the shot. Like, go back good. and look at yeah. that. Yeah, he <laughs> so leans good. down, he puts one. the title right over Roman's shoulder because he knows where the camera is going, and he just has to make sure that that title is right over Roman's... It is... It is amazing. I love every moment of it. I love when Roman does his little like whisper voice like mm, you know, you know? I'm about to put you in your place. Like <laughs> it is so good. And and I like how he's like, "Well, maybe I don't feel like it anymore." And then Daniel like goading him into signing the contract. Ray, Jay uh Jay Uso is get like that man is taking so many elves. Like it is unfortunate but that is his job in this dynamic yes he's like he's the one who like barks really big and then takes all the L's for Roman and it's just like I get it but it's like dang Jay you are going outside somebody
3: has to yeah Yeah. I'm still proud of him he's gotten on TV where where I actually care because I I used to be on TV and I wouldn't care it was like okay these are uh, yeah I guess I get to look at their sneakers. That was the most exciting part, mm. looking yeah. at the kicks. But now, now he's
1: main event, Jay Uso. Yeah, exactly the main event. So, um, at, when the contract signing went to crap, Jay said that he was going to be the special enforcer for their match. Um,
3: but again, I'm like, is, but Edge whoop. is such a hater. Yeah, he had to come out and say <laughs> no. I'm gonna be the special enforcer. Like really? Yeah, special enforcer is that? Is that where you're gonna put your body? Gonna sacrifice your body and your health, become a special enforcer. What? I mean, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Exactly. Why, why does he
3: he goes? He really goes
2: out of his way. He wants the TV <laughs> time, and I get it. Like, if you have kids, you want to put food on the table. You need to get on TV as much as possible. So I respect that. Actually, I'm glad he's like I'm gonna be booked next week, whether you like it or not. Yeah. And so, yeah. Look, good for him. <laughs> but make that money, Beth. Beth and the kids.
3: Hey, they need it. They, they need, need it, it yeah. I'm sure. It'll so the yeah. title. I wanna I wanna talk about Edge's shirt really quick. It says earn your scars. I have yeah, a couple scars. of scars. I didn't earn either of them. Oh. I didn't earn any of my scars. One scar I was I was at a batting cage when I was like five years old. I was running to the Ninja Turtles arcade, and this dude that was practicing his swing just swung full force, hit me in the chin. I didn't earn that. That just I got a lucky scar.
1: Oh my Have god! You earned
3: your scars are your scars earned. Yeah, yeah, mine
1: aren't.
3: Mine aren't scars. mine My aren't. My aren't uh, earned. I mean, bad decisions, but yeah,
1: <laughs> bad decisions. Like my, mine are just all like you know those scars from playing as a kid. Like you come back in your knees and your your yeah. shit all scraped up yeah. and that sounds about it yeah is that earning it yeah. my, my mom was mopping
3: the floor and I slipped and I hit the edge of the stair is that earning it
0: oh <laughs> yeah I mean I, I have like <laughs> I saw the I bone
3: this- but Thumb- oh. that wasn't earned <laughs> I was gonna say I'd I'd be like cool I like a- maybe that's what edge means I should ask him God. you need it you need I'm, it I'm gonna tweet at the rated R superstar yeah, ask out. him. Show send him all of your yeah. scar pics. I would.
1: Oh my god, that would be, that'd be so crazy. That'd be funny. He'd be like, "What is this?" Like, like...
3: Yeah, I might I might run a poll. Will uh, we'll, or am I am I okay to do a hashtag wrestling? we up. or run a poll. Of Have you heard course. your yeah. scar? Yes yeah. or no. That. All I want to yeah, know. No context. Sweet. Yeah, no, God, tag yeah. edge. Make sure, make sure you tag edge. Maybe he'll want to like. Maybe he'll no, want to know God. what the yeah. results are. He can, he can click yes. He has a shirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: We'll let you know when the episode drops, and then you hit that poll. Um, That's right. Well, okay, that sounds a little weird. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say. Um, so earn it. Earn, earn it. earn it right?
2: earn your oh, <laughs>
1: So we get the continuation of Naya and Reggie. Uh, So Naya takes Reggie on a shopping spree. Shayna is there, like being dragged along. It is so amazing. Like Naya's, like, hey, boo, go ahead, try things on, and Shayna is just in the back, like shaking her head, rolling her eyes. And I'm like, I am here for all of this. So we get a little montage of Reggie coming out in these really cool suits. I, I, I really want to know what some people think about these these suits. I thought they were over the top, but they looked so good on him. And he was doing like weird jump kicks in them and then you just get <laughs> Nia like yes I love that Reggie you are slaying it was like really kind of weird but it was also like yeah. really fun <laughs> and then she's like Shana what do you think and just Shana's just on her phone like Shana's just over it uh, like any person who's dragged to a mall who doesn't want to be there and she's just on her phone like mm, no and this just keeps going and this montage was super funny
2: Matt it was a good time. And yeah. i if I'm in, like, oh, but I'll, honestly, let me be real here. Like, no, um, that's my least favorite thing to be sitting around in a store as other people. Show. So, no, right. she shouldn't. She didn't have to be there. She just said, just say no. Just say no. Just say no. Like, just don't show up.
3: You, you're good. Shayna was there it's. for
1: support,
3: and yet we've all been there. The most relatable thing I have seen mm-hmm. in probably all of wrestling and over the past like thirty years, like, I, I've been there. I know what that feels like. I know what she's going through. <laughs> yeah, she has yeah, a this cell phone, her- phone at least.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. This is her face turn. Her big face turn <laughs> is going to the mall.
1: <laughs> I, I i buy it i, I just love shayna and naya's whole dynamic and adding reggie oh my god who who thought of this this is amazing naya is really like she's like r- women's history month watch me work she's like i'm going to pay for all of my base stuff i am like i love it i i i love this kind of like proactive like the woman is is uh showering the man with gifts. Reggie is like sitting oh, in her, her lap. Yeah. She at one point she like uh hits him on the butt. And it was just so funny. Like I, which is probably, which is let's be real, it's probably messed up because if a, if a man, if the roles were reversed, we'd probably be like crying sexism. We,
3: we've seen worse like, on yeah, wrestling.
1: <laughs> exactly. And it's just kind of like it's just hilarious though. Like it's just Reggie's
3: so living the dream. I want to be Reggie when I grow up.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think they're, they're both. A, yeah, I don't want to know what's going on between them when the cameras aren't
3: on. Yeah, so you know what? They end the I segment send. with, like, uh, like, what do you have in mind? How are you gonna re like, how can I repay you? And she has like an evil smile. And it's yeah. like, what do you think? Like, is she gonna make them wear diapers? Uh, like, what, what do we think the repayment but, is?
1: Good what question. Do you I, I don't know what's
3: the repayment.
2: Something, something If sexy. anything, Mari. What
1: something is sexy? You, honestly, honestly, tell me that tell me the truth. Does Reggie not have better chemistry with Naya than either Carmela or Sasha?
2: He shouldn't know we don't I don't want him to do have anything to do with them. That's or with Bianca saying. or so yes. And they I should think, stay on Raw. They should have stayed on Raw.
1: Again, this could be due to the like the whole reality era. We know Sasha has a husband. We know Carmela is dating Corey no, Graves.
2: That's that's like, on it. It's like it's the women's championship. Like we do not need Reginald there. He could go stay with the tag team champions. Do whatever he wants mm-hmm. with Nia. Shine up her shoes or what? I don't want to know what he's shining. We're gonna keep going, but you know, I just don't need. I just look. In isolation, great. In the context of everything else that's happening in WWE, I just don't want to see it overlap. That's
3: I like me. it. I like it. This is the, my favorite part of SmackDown, that montage. It's like a Better Call Saul montage, like, yes. just like changing clothes. we got to send it to some music. <laughs>
1: Yes. Yeah. And then the music immediately flipped. Like when, when he was like, Oh, how are you going to repay me? It flipped to like adult contemporary sexy yeah. jazz. I was like, Oh my God. The WWE is ridiculous. But yep. I, honestly, again, I really like it. I like their chemistry. I really do. I have no idea what R- Reggie's like actual status is in the real world because he's like, New, he's a newer talent, so I have no clue if he's like actually married or something like that. But like their their chemistry is really good, and I I really like this um kind of storyline. And so then we got Sasha and Bianca on uh Kevin Owens show. Um, Kevin Owens is hilarious. Uh, tie for no reason, random tie on top of his shirt. A cue cards like he was taking it serious. I don't know <laughs> if this was this seemed like this was an acting choice. Like he was like trying to seriously. Mm-hmm. like seriously have a show and it was just kind of like coming off stilted and I think he did a good job in that segment. Ari, what did you think? I,
3: I think what I liked about what he did the most was once Bianca and Sasha started going at it, he just let them go at it. You, yeah. know, you know what I'm saying? Like he let them, he let them have because th- this is about pushing their rivalry and, and their yeah. match and so I like the fact that yeah he started off and then he kept the conversation going but he took a step back once exactly once got serious I, I like that I, and exactly. I, I'm, not a, I'm not a real big Kevin Owens guy I'm just indifferent to him I'm just like mm-hmm. alright he's here whatever so for me this was more about Sasha and, and Bianca, Bianca. Mm-hmm. rather than anything with Kevin Owens like uh, I appreciated him wearing a tie that was nice
1: okay. yeah <laughs> uh, Matt, did you notice like this, uh, this segment was really good, but I could really tell that it was scripted out. Um, Sasha and Bianca, they're doing the best with the material that they're given, but these like baby face promos, they're, they were, they, uh, Sasha kind of messed up a word or two, but it's just like, it's not giving me what I got last year. Like I really feel like they're, they put Sasha back on a leash. What do you think?
2: Yeah, not, not great. Yeah, not like I'm not, they could do so much more with them. And I just, it's so sad to see. Hopefully this will turn around. Hopefully we'll get like something proper. But the thing that bothered me most, um, and you know, maybe it's like, it's, um, skipping ahead a little bit, but I just feel like this whole encounter with Sasha and Bianca ended the same way that it did last week, essentially where Bianca skipping ahead a little, but, Bianca just upset with Sasha about Reginald and it's like I swore that we talked about this last week so that's kind of where I'm I, they're spinning their wheels a lot and I don't mm-hmm. know why
1: I, I, I agree with that but I also do feel like after this encounter I do feel like there's a little bit more intensity
2: a little between bit between
1: them yeah I do feel like it was done better than it w- it was previously.
2: Yeah, so, but we're also like a fifth of the way. I don't know how many weeks is left, like, but I want to say like we're like a fifth, fifth of weeks. the way closer to WrestleMania than we are la- we- than we were last-, last. Listen this, listen this. We're a fifth of the way closer to WrestleMania than we were last week. Let's like this is my th- and Which then like next six. <laughs> <laughs> next or maybe it was a sixth. I don't oh, know. No, I we- don't know my no, i'm just not. saying we're week a week will be <laughs> yes, we're going to be like a fourth of the way closer next week. Oh and God. so you have to carry the, carry the four and the one. And then you'll realize like that this thing should be progressing a lot faster. We need 25% more intensity. I don't mm. know. Look, the, ma- you already's got me. That's right. Let's go.
3: <laughs> I've got I a calculator. Like, I feel like ultimately What cracks me up is once again. Um, Reginald is a bit of a catalyst, a bit of a main yeah. character in here. Mm-hmm. I, I do, I was cracking up every time uh, Bianca was saying, stop entertaining him. I'm like, first yes. of all, it's a great word. <laughs> Second yes. of all, Yes, yeah, Sasha, stop entertaining him. It's just mm. Reginald. So, <laughs> Sasha
1: and Bianca had a match versus Natalia and Tamina. And immediately, Natalia and Tamina, you're going to think, okay, well, th- those are easy pins. Nope, the match is going on. Uh, Naya brings out Reggie. And uh, Shayna's there too. (laughs) They go out to commentary. (laughs) Let's be real: the match nobody cares. The commentary was hilarious. Nia was on the commentary. Corey Graves was asking her, like, "Oh, so what is this thing with you and Reggie?" And she said, "Oh, it's a situation ship. It's just a situation (laughs) ship." And they're sitting there talking and it was amazing. And then, and then Shayna's like, Oh, enough. Like Shayna's like, Shayna's like, uh, you, she, Shayna tells Naya, like you are so obsessed with Reggie. And, and she was like, well, and I was like, well, what am I, what else am I supposed to be worried about? And Shayna's like the match in the ring. Like, <laughs> even Shayna's like, let's focus on the match. And like, uh, uh Reggie st- stands up on the announcer, uh, de- desk, um, to get, um, uh, distri- to, 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 to entertain attention, yes to entertain and then all, Sasha exa- yeah all of a sudden Sasha was there too I was like wait what the heck happened she teleported because, right because Bianca was in the ring and Sasha was on the ring post and then all of a sudden she was over there with Reggie and she, her mm-hmm. and Reggie were on the ring beefing and um uh, <laughs> that's, what you was call, like,
2: that's what you call boss moves
1: Right, Naya was, Naya said Naya said leave my Bay alone or something like she she called him Bay and then Corey was like what did you say Bay you say Bay she's like I mean um my, uh, my Reggie boo. <laughs> yeah it's like, it was so funny that was so funny but because Sasha got distracted with Reggie um uh Bianca turned around and was like come on let's get back and then she ended up taking the pin from Tamina so I mm. didn't like that our number one contender is taking the pin. However, I don't want our champion to take the pin, which is why this Sunday is very annoying because our our WWE SmackDown Women's Champion and her number one contender are going up against a tag team. And if they don't win the belts, one of them has to take the pin. And I don't like them looking weak right before they're supposed to go into a main event match. However, Bianca is really good at playing from under. This has been her whole career. She's always been the chaser and chasing the titles. So when she took that pin and she yelled at Sasha, that's why i i like this this moment because i do feel it's a little bit more fiery she's like this is your fault you keep entertaining him you are the problem get it together like i loved it i felt like again that was unscripted you could tell that was unscripted that felt like two cousins talking to each other and i like that and sasha was just like ah like just standing <laughs> there looking stuck so i i i like that interaction
3: the you only know, she comeback would- so- go ahead
2: Yeah, no, she said that she said the same thing last week. Like that's, that's, this is bothering me. I, I want, I just want more like, cause I feel like the more Bianca show every time Bianca shows up now with Sasha, I kind of feel like it makes Bianca not look like the brightest person because if she's showing up when she knows that time and time again, she's kind of been screwed or kind of like pissed off at what's going on with Reggie and Sasha. Like just don't show up. Don't tag with Sasha. I don't know why you have to keep putting yourself in these situations to like look bad or get pinned or whatever. And I so I feel I feel for her, but I just don't think it makes Bianca look like the best character that she could be. Mm. That's my take.
0: Ari? I, I
3: think I think it worked. Only because I feel like the only like you were like Mari was right. Bianca she may have lost but i like, yeah. if we're not paying attention to the match then the match is irrelevant even though poor poor Natalia put, putting on a clinic in there she she's great she's really good at selling she busts her ass every but nobody cares right like we're My more Naya. concerned with we're concerned with Naya and 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 Reginald, Reginald and all that. Yeah. And I think what cracked me up is ultimately after the end of the match, I even forgot that. Like this was last night. It was like it was like ten hours ago. Yeah. And yeah, the only thing I remember was after the match was Sasha's only comeback was, Nuh uh, uh you cost us the match. Like, is that it? Mm-hmm. Is that the only comeback yeah. you got? So, yeah, well, she I- called her a
1: rookie. <laughs> yeah. And called her. So yeah. It's it feels like they're slow building a you know, um, some animosity between the two of them. So hopefully, we still have. We're a fifth of the way towards WrestleMania, <laughs> so yeah. we still oh, have. Yeah. We, we still have a four, a few more weeks. So maybe Fastlane, once they lose, will be a turning point for the animosity to really boil over between the two of them. And if that's if that's where they're going, I will be okay with this whole thing because yeah. to expect Bianca to win. And to face Sasha and then to automatically for the both of them to be mad at each other just doesn't make sense when they heap so much praise on each other. So this kind of slow, like I don't, I don't care if either one of them turns, but if they, if they are slowly getting, start to get mad at each other, then I'm, I'm fine with that. Like I, I'm fine. And I love the shot of uh Sasha is you know is in the ring and she like outside the ring like breathing all hard and mad and then you get the shot over her shoulder of Nia Shayna with their belts Reggie in the in the middle waving and then like uh, uh Natalia and Tamina just like yeah we got like it was it was, I I liked it more than anything um that they've been doing with this feud cuz like we said they've been lacking so we'll see what happens at Fastlane uh, next week, oh shoot, I forgot, next week Nia Jax is going to face Sasha for the women's uh, championship um, yeah, Reggie suggested that um, in a backstage, uh, <laughs> when when Nia when and, and Reggie were talking, uh, Kay, no, it wasn't Kayla, one of the reporters came up and said, um, Nia, do you want to talk about the win or, or, or talk about what happened out there, and Nia was like, excuse you, I'm talking to my my bae and you are interrupting us and then Reggie was like uh sweetness why don't you face uh Sasha Banks for the women's uh championship next week and I don't know if he him and uh, maybe him and Sonya Deville are close but they announced that that'll be the match next week so next week on Smackdown Sasha Banks is gonna um, defend her Smackdown Women's Championship against Nia Jax and in the card it had Reggie and Shayna behind Nia Jax and nobody behind Sasha so
3: you do know what a match. champion that Reggie is I'm Look at just that. So- getting you know what he gets suits she gets Nia championship matches
2: Bianca yep. won the Bianca won the Royal Rumble. She won the Royal Rumble. Wow, she, beat, she had Reggie. She, could have she beat 29 other people. She beat 29 other people. I was gonna say she beat 30 other people. She she even beat she beat her own inner demons. She beat 30 <laughs> other people to get to the end. And then you have Naya casually is like, I'm just gonna take that match, that one on one. Like that, Yeah, that's a good one. You, you just demand things and then you might yeah. get them. I think that's, I guess I think that's, that's a, a good idea. Strategy. It Would sounds you? like it works. Better than entering the Royal Rumble.
1: So, um, other than that, for SmackDown, uh, other storylines to watch Biggie versus Apollo is still going. Biggie had a very good promo calling Apollo out. Um, Apollo did not come out so he faced Sammy. Sammy and Baron Corbin had this weird thing where they were trying to figure out who was going to answer this open challenge. Sammy answered the open challenge, got beat by Big E and then Apollo comes out and beats up Big E and Apollo says the only thing you're going to continue to do is to take these beatings and he still has his accent. Sounded a little better this time. It did Sounded a little better this time Um I'm I okay. I'm looking forward to this. Biggie sounded very serious. He's like he told Apollo he's gonna beat the brakes off of him. So I like this. I like this build. Uh, it, if we get it at WrestleMania, I'm cool with that. And I again, I like everything Apollo is doing. Uh, some of it is a little cringy, but it seems like he's still working on it. And I think it's gonna work out for him. I, I, I yeah, I think it's gonna work out for him.
3: Yeah, that that Um, Big E promo, it was intense. uh, I think he's mad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It was good. And it, it, it just, again, annoys me when the haters are like, Big E should get serious. He should stop dancing around. Clearly, we've been saying he knows when he can dance and he knows when he can be serious. Mm-hmm. He is serious with mm-hmm. Apollo. So this is good. This is good. I like where that's going.
3: And, and huge, huge shout out to Sammy Zayn. What, what yes. a, what a, what a hero. Right. What a veteran. He knows what he's doing out there. Everything Sammy he does Payne is, is good.
1: Amazing. Yes. So, so good. Um, and then finally we're, we're building towards Cesaro and Seth. Uh, Cesaro. Was facing who's he facing in that match? I don't know. He's facing somebody else. Seth. I know. Seth comes and um gets him disqualified. Seth lays two curb stomps onto Cesaro. Murphy. Murphy, there it is. Thank Murphy. You, thank you. I Everybody was like, "Who
2: in my brain?" Yes. Yes
1: yes yeah, exactly buddy murphy oh how unfortunate yes yeah, cesaro and buddy murphy were fighting seth comes up interrupts it lays two curb stomps down walks off and then he comes face to face with shinsuke in the back very good stare off so either we get cesaro and seth or seth and shinsuke either way those three are great workers so i can't wait and I just have to insert this here. Seth Rollins looks so good. Oh, my God. That that suit and then his hair and the beard moment. <laughs> that
2: suit. Great. That suit.
1: Yeah. But, yeah. So uh, I'm, okay, I'm okay with this. I like these undercard, these undercard matches.
0: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
5: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
3: Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
0: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
5: Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family
1: all right, let's get into our shoot segment. So every week for the shoot, uh, we uh, talk about any uh, unplanned, unscripted or real life occurrences that happen in wrestling for the week. Uh, this week uh, Matt is going to start us off Matt what are you shooting about this week
2: I am going to shoot about Kayla Braxton and no I'm not going to drag Kayla Braxton for mm-hmm. any reason Kayla is a phenomenal um, talent who we see mm-hmm. every single week multiple times a week um, We, w- she's one of those unsung heroes I think when yeah. it comes to wrestling who kind of like guides things along she asks the tough questions in interviews but not, maybe it was the start of last week, earlier this month, a couple of weeks ago now at this point, um, mm-hmm. Kayla went on Twitter and she announced that she is indeed bisexual. And she shared, quote, my whole life I've had to choose. Are you black? Are you white? Which bubble do mm-hmm. you fill in on the SATs? And she ended it by saying, hello world, I'm Kayla and oh yeah, I'm bi. And as someone, as a fellow bi person, I just, Kind of anytime someone kind of comes out from the bi community, it's mm-hmm. notable and it is powerful because I think there's a lot of hesitation there, especially like I can imagine if she is in a heterosexual relationship, like a relationship with a man or something there's not the same pressure to come out and and I think oftentimes. There's a lot of hate from different sides, different angles. Biphobia yeah. is a thing that we don't often yeah, really talk is. about. So I think like the thing that was so powerful is that Kayla came out and shared her story. But the sad thing is that shortly after posting, I believe on March 4th, I want to say, is when she posted this. Um, mm-hmm. She not only deleted the tweet um i believe uh, according to a lot of the comments and what's been out there because of the hatred but she also deactivated her account and it seems like she was sort of met with this like really negative or hateful or otherwise harmful reaction i personally have not seen the negativity but i've seen so many other people referencing seeing it and honestly i do not want to go searching for trolls yeah. and horrible people on social media but I, I think what's so powerful here, um, um number one, like, congratulations for Kayla, but mm-hmm. also, like, let's just show love to people. Let's treat them as people. We might not get where they're coming from and their existence and their, um, like their, whatever that is in their identity. Yeah. And I think especially Kayla, cause not only is she part of the, lgbt community now or lgbtq plus community but she's also a person of color like Mm -hmm. you don't have a lot of those people or it's not as many as you have when it comes to like a white person who is Mm -hmm. representing in the community or it's not as you know you don't have a ton of lgbt people who are out uh in the uh, in the you know person of color community i don't know what i was trying to say yeah but i think like it's you know what i i i hope that people are being more positive i feel good that i've seen a lot of positivity toward her on her social media since she reactivated Mm -hmm. and yeah that's just a reminder like don't be horrible like let people live their lives and you know treat them like you would want well, maybe better, a little bit better than you'd want to be treated. Some people like to be treated like trash, but Kayla doesn't deserve to be treated like trash.
1: Yeah. And thank you, Matt. Thank you for sharing a little bit of your story as well. Because it's it's really true. Like um bisexuality, it exists. It it also normally gets erased. And no matter what type of relationship you are in, either if you are in a hetero heteronormative relationship or in a homosexual relationship, I guess that's how you would say it. You're still by you're still by you know, no matter what. Like it, correct me if I'm wrong. Like, yeah, you're still, I mean,
2: there's right. so many different, there's sexuality is so complicated. It's there's a spectrum. It. Everyone, very, there's yeah. a, people live on the spectrum. And I think mm-hmm. oftentimes we try to put labels on things exactly. and then we get really, uh, we react Bob a lot down. to the labels that uh-huh. people put on those things. Like again, just like. Let her live, live her life and like share. I'm glad that she feels com- felt comfortable sharing at the I, time. Yeah. I mean, it, I don't know if she regrets that or not now, but mm-hmm. I really hope that she doesn't. And, um, yeah, just like kind of like be who you are don't exactly. feel like you have to fit into anyone a else's box, box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah
1: just like Nia Jax we don't like labels here we don't like labels
2: she look. <laughs> I, that's the boo the boo the bay situation look i want that's that's one situation where i want to know what what's going on clearly, <laughs> but that's a character thing when it comes yeah. to these people like let's remember that they're humans yeah, and try to treat people, them yeah. as humans and make fun of the characters that's what we're all yeah. about make Making fun of characters, not, not the people, people necessarily. Or, or, yeah. Unless they're doing something like cutting up and causing some kind of drama. Yeah. Um, which, yes. you know, we'll call them out.
1: But shout out to Kayla. Yeah. And, yeah. and it sucks that she felt like she had to deactivate for a few days, but she is back on. Like you said, she's getting a lot yeah. of love now. So uh, our hearts go out to her. Our love go out to her. Positive vibes. Totally. Only. Um only. So, uh, for me, I, so this was my shoot for last Positive week.
2: Positive vibes only.
1: I know, I know, right? <laughs> this is my shoot for last week and we didn't get a chance to do it. So, it, so I was like, okay, whatever. But then, then. It popped up right back again a week later. So, um, last week uh, Randy Orton was up at 3 a.m. tweeting which apparently he was <laughs> want to do. Apparently after Raw on Monday nights, he gets drunk. That's what people are saying, I don't know, allegedly. No,
2: okay, no, 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 no. Uh, 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 yes. Allegedly, thank you for the allegedly.
1: Allegedly. He I will, he, he I, I just want like I
2: just I just want to say this that like these there's a there's a long history in wrestling of the, what they do, what the wrestlers do is really painful and difficult work, and there mm-hmm. is a lot they're just different things people use to cope so mm-hmm. I just want to say that without going into yeah. the details on all of that but like, yeah, 3am maybe, maybe that's the time where he's like, oh, that, I'm going to light up Twitter yes, he knows, that's his he hour, Yeah, he knows he knows
1: so Randy Orton went um because uh Soldier Boy said wrestling was fake, Randy Orton, fake? you know,
5: yeah. Oh no. I'm, I'm Andre the Giant, and I will not
2: tolerate that.
1: <laughs> and talked about Sorry. how right, Young Rock reference. Uh, talked about yes. how they put their bodies on the line. And he asked him, like, the you know, rappers, you're not in any danger or something like that. Mm-hmm. And him and Soldier Boy were going back and forth for like. A couple hours bow out try to jump in again. Um, and it, at first it was fun. Like, at first I was like, ha ha like it was Randy Orton and um, uh, T Bar from uh, uh,
2: Retribution
1: Retribution. Thank you because that are yeah, they were um, they were going back and forth with some rappers on Twitter. And at first it was funny, but then like, so then you're reading the comments and people just take it too. Far, you know, like rap fans saying that like wrestling fans have low IQs. Then, um, uh, wrestling fans talking about how rap fans like basically talking about their culture, telling them that they, you know, are broke and have baby mamas. Basically, it what? got very, oh, yeah, it got very, ra- it got very racist. Then it got very, like,
2: who said it, the it baby a- mama thing?
1: Oh, well, I'm I'm wrestling fans. Wrestling, well, I'm about to get into that.
2: She's gonna name names,
1: yeah. I'm gonna name names. So, so again, last week it was kind of funny, and then fans always take it too far rap fans versus wrestling fans. And then it it made it onto black Twitter. If any of you guys know what black Uh Twitter is, you know, so like lots of black Twitter people were like, (laughs) wrestlers versus rappers, what year is it? You know what I'm saying, and People always take it too far. Like it's it's just a joke. This is everybody isn't on the joke. Well, it felt like it at first, but then Randy goes back this past week on Monday, two a.m. again. He call he calls out Soldier Boy again. But this time, he said something like, I gave you relevancy. My tweets got more tweets than you. That money, you know, congrats on that money. I'm pretty sure you have to give it directly to one of your baby mamas. Uh, (gasps) Yeah. The problem here is Soldier Boy does not have any baby mamas.
2: No. Well,
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: I don't stay in anyone's (laughs) crib.
1: Yeah, Matt, like I was, I was like, hmm. But I was Soldier like, Boy- honestly,
2: like one way or the other, like it's none of anyone's business. If it's not. Does, so it's
1: not. And for Randy to assume is very not cool. So then Soldier Boy, what?
2: Well, what? let me just, let me put, okay. I don't know why I'm in this mode of like kind of trying to, I just want to add like a different perspective here too. That's uh-huh. like, I don't, so, rappers have a, like a reputation right so yeah. i don't know i won't necessarily say it's a race specific thing but fair. i would imagine like he's not saying that to like taylor you know taylor swift or whoever like look we're getting a but then Matt, the other people yes
1: i was just as shocked i was shocked to find out that soldier boy did not have any baby mamas as well that's not the <laughs> point that is not the point i don't I, know I Mari, go on twitter i did not what, go on uh, twitter Assuming that he did, which Randy Orton did, which is again, it's not. He did. A he good didn't look, look. at.
2: Wiki- You're right. He didn't look at Wikipedia first. which Exactly. He have done.
1: Again, uh, so that's what I'm saying. Like it's just like it's just not a good look, and. You took it too far. Like everybody is now taking it too far. This should have been funny. It should have been enough for everybody to get a few engagements going, some talk back and forth. But no, like you don't want like a subsection of a community of coming at your wrestlers because, you know, at the end of the day, (laughs) wrestling is you're like how are you trying to make wrestling like more um, like. Inclusive and worldwide and stuff like that, but then, yeah. but then you like crap on rappers and their their fans. Like it's just not there. Those two things can't exist. Um,
2: he needs to deactivate his Twitter for a little while. I yeah. think, like some when we we were talking, it's weird. Yeah, like Kayla Kayla had to deactivate her Twitter mm-hmm. because of the hate that she was getting for reasons She shouldn't have had to do that. She shouldn't have received the hate. Well. Randy should take a break from social media, maybe. Cause I, I'm not gonna, like, I get him being up at 3 a.m. or 2 a.m. because, like, even I've done podcasts late at night where I'm, like, caffeinated and I'm going. I was thinking mm-hmm. about this this past week. These wrestlers are, like, I'm in bed. I'm in bed. They're, they're doing too much. <sighs> so the fact that he's up at that time. Just turn off Twitter. You don't need that, man. You're good.
1: Somebody You're Randy Orton. Take his phone because, again, yeah. Randy Orton just got on the good side. You just got here, dog. You like, did. We, were, we
2: actually started saying good things about him I know. a few weeks ago, too.
1: Mm-hmm. Man. But, after Randy, after Randy Orton had tweeted out the baby mama comment, um, yeah. Soldier Boy hopped on his Twitch and was playing. I think he was playing like Grand Theft Auto or something. I can't even. I don't even know what he was.
2: Yeah, playing. that was definitely like Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. Maybe.
1: So like, um. So he started playing, and then he started talking about how Randy Orton. It was. It was very. It was a lot filled with a lot of expletives, um. But he was talking about how he don't know no Randy Orton. He said the only the only wrestlers I know that I mess with are The Rock, <laughs> Stone Cold, uh, John Cena, and um.
2: He might as well have said, like, uh, Iron Sheik, Roddy yeah, Piper. I mean, like, everybody but Randy
1: Orton. Like,
2: I wasn't even, I'm not even mad. I wasn't even I'm mad right. at, at what he was saying. I was just yeah, like, exactly. okay, he's he not said, a big fan.
1: Yeah. And after that, he said, hey, is that, that is fake? You know, I don't care. I'll come in there and I'll slap half of y'all. It was like people <sighs> were starting to get like offended by that. I'm like, God, come on. Such so a boy is all of a buck fifty. He's not slapping nobody, but he has the right to be mad. Like he was Mm -hmm. he was mad at what Randy Orton tweeted at him. I mean, he just said that Randy Orton ain't nobody. Who are you, dog? Like, I got more followers, I got more whatever, whatever. I got more money than you. And it was just again, I'm just like, wow, this just really went too far. Like, we we completely lost the plot here. We completely lost the plot. And I was just like, okay, no more. Like, B- Bow Wow is still on track. From last time I heard, he's still on track to be um, training with Rikishi uh, to to do something. I, I don't know if that's you know we'll see what happens there. But this wrestlers versus rappers thing could have been something that was really fun and and kind of bouncy, but. The fans took it too far and then the wrestlers and rappers themselves took it too far. And it's just like we don't need any of this. Let's everybody just stay in our lanes. Like y'all stay over here, we'll stay over here. My <laughs> butt will be in the middle of both. And uh, we'll just, you know, we'll just keep it pushing. Um Yeah. But,
2: you know, yeah. I wanna I'm kind of like I'm I'm trying to put on like an empathetic hat here, like and also just like a really human, like, okay. What is going on here? Like, why are these two grown men arguing with each other on social media anyway? I know that they've never met each other; they don't know anything about each other's like actual lives as humans, apparently, and yet Mm -hmm. they can't stop going at each other. And like, I feel like that's the kind of toxic thing that we just don't need on social media, especially from like a top performer um, in one of the top. Because it's not. A, I'm not going to make it a WWE specific thing. We don't need that from someone who's the top person in the business, who is established, who has nothing to prove. Randy Orton mm-hmm. has literally nothing to prove to anybody, and Soldier Boy probably also has nothing to prove to people. I don't, you know. But I, I think what it just bothers me. I'm like, why are we? What? What's this drama? Do we need it? Like, I feel like I need to host like a. Like a contract signing or like I have a table or something or like a a debate. Maybe not a contract signing. I don't want Jey Uso throwing any more tables, but yeah, I do think like just get it together. You are grown adults. There are bigger issues in this Mm -hmm. world. Like, and honestly, this is not turning into a wrestling program. So it's just distracting from the stuff that a fan should pay attention to and should care about. So hopefully we're not going to. Be talking about. I have a feeling we're going to be talking more about the wrestler rapper stuff because so many people came out of the woodwork, and Bad Bunny, of course, is still around, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. They, need get, they need to get it together. I think a lot
1: of people are saying they they see that Bad Bunny is making bad. Bad Bunny is making so much money off the between the merch and then like all you yeah. know, all the music stuff, working with the WWE. So people are like the rappers are just trying to hop on the bandwagon or whatever. But they're trying.
2: Really yeah. But like the money, yeah, I'm. Mean, I'm like kind of curious about that too. And it, it it definitely seems like that's what's going on, but I kind of wonder like Bad Bunny is
1: the number is one there... merch seller right now. He was the number one merch Yeah, he's the number
2: one movie. merch seller.
1: So, and but who is, a lot of like, it has his face on it, so I'm pretty sure he's getting a lot a huge cut of that.
2: Yeah, but I don't think like okay, Bad Bunny's doing it, so I don't think like if Bow Wow shows up, I just don't see as much money in, in no, it of for him not. for Soldier Boy for like Lil Kim if she wants to show yeah. up for uh, Cardi B. Who else? No, who Cardi else, B would sell that. Oh wow, wait. I have an idea. I have a great idea. What the the the, the wrestling rapper battle royal? Like, uh-huh. let's just throw them all in intergender. We'll get anyone who wants to show up. It'll be an invitational. And the winner of the battle royal will actually get a contract, but they have to they have to fight Bad Bunny first. Uh, but they'll get a contract
1: again. Coming up with gimmicks are hard. Gimmick matches are
2: hard. <laughs> I'm like that wasn't uh, it. We'll go know. back to the writers' we, room.
1: We got so again. We got we we got a tweet from Trent Trent um, Trent W. On Twitter, uh, again, thank you so much, uh, Trent, for including us in your tweets. He said, "I think at this point we need a redo of the Nexus angle with a bunch of rappers thank led you. by Soldier Boy and Bow Wow showing up out of nowhere and attacking the WWE locker room." And I saw this and I was laughing so hard. I was like, "This might work," but again, this was in between like the first. You know, week and before all this stuff, this week happened. So I was down for it, but now at this point, I'm just so over it. Who, who's everybody in, in their corners.
2: Who's in that nexus? In that nexus stable? So I we have Soldier Boy. We have Bow Wow. Mm-hmm. We have Does Car- Cardi be Cardi's in there?
1: Cardi, yeah, Cardi was watching a little bit uh, last thing uh, mm. I think we have to, like, we gotta get one of these, like, little young rappers that are, are good nowadays. I have no idea what any of their names are, but, like, uh, which one don't of the try. little, maybe, maybe Uzi? Yeah, Lil I was Uzi gonna
2: Vera? say Low Uzi Vert, cause yeah, I don't know. Cool. Yeah, him. <laughs> uh, maybe and we'll put one like break- Low.
1: Maybe he'll bring JT along with him. Like,
4: we'll okay. get uh,
2: someone named, J- uh, I'm just going to assume that means Justin Timberlake. No, that means and JT. And then we're going to have, we're going um, to have, what's his name? Lil Nas X.
1: Oh, we yeah. Could throw him oh, in I there love too. Lil Nas X. Yeah. He would be a good,
2: good He uh, could lead fan. the stable.
1: Yeah. He could. Yeah. So either way, we're just, you know, we're just messing around. But like, honestly, it sucks when you get down to like stand wars like that and it just gets taken way incredibly too far
2: you know what though I will also say again this is I don't know why I feel like today I'm in a mode of like explaining things away a little bit for people or at least like trying to understand where they're coming from so let me just like chalk this up to this world is like number one a lot of us are still uh, at home and it's yeah. still in the panorama, <laughs> yeah. and so I think people are getting a little bored and like just looking for things to do yep. at 2 a.m. So when and Randy is tweets, tweeting. it's great. Yes. And then like the rappers also aren't out there performing, so I get it. People are just like trying to find bored things to do. All. Just mm-hmm. like say, we've spent like 20 minutes on this, and I hope that this is the last 20 minutes we spend on the wrestler rapper nexus situation. Yeah. That's the hope.
1: Well other than that our shoot segment is done We'll see next week what uh interesting wrestling topics we can shoot about oh no anything anything else you guys want to touch on before we wrap everything up
3: i've got nothing more i might need oh. to i heard the twenty four seven championship is on the line i might need uh, i may need to head out meet up with uh yes. with bad bunny yes. i heard he's i heard he's performing on a flatbed truck somewhere oh so, my god uh, who knows? maybe <laughs> next time maybe next time I show up I'll be the 24/7 champion
1: please bring it onto ooh. the pod and actually show it like on the pod on camera <laughs>
3: yeah <laughs> please
2: yeah
1: um so uh ari thank you so much for uh being here we really appreciate having you uh you've been such a great guest thank you for just talking about the random world of wrestling with us
3: i had a ton of fun and this is the this is just the beginning for the Illuminaries. ooh yes uh, yes. yes
1: just the beginning um where can where can our our, uh listeners find you
3: oh so many places so first of all on twitter i'm at ari ferrari that's Mm a-r-i-f-e-r-a-r-r-i and so Mm -hmm. uh so i'm i'm also on twitch twitch twitch.tv slash ari ferrari and i mean my friend derek we have a youtube show that's kind of like Mystery Science Theater 3000, but instead, we're playing video games. And so yeah. we're just cracking jokes while we play. So uh, if you follow me on Twitter, I post out the links for everything else. And so uh, you'll catch me on that. And I'm sure you'll catch me on the Wrestling wrap up sometime in the future as well.
2: Yeah, we'll get a run, yes. run in. Just come, come right with yes. your steel chair and your twenty four seven championship.
3: And uh, Mario will be ready to take you out oh and take God. the title from you. And oh since my wrestling God, is,
4: sorry. And it's and my, since wrestling is full of
3: haters, if there's if there's a guest that I don't like one week, I might take him out in the back with a we'll steel we'll chair yeah, or a we'll kendo call, stick. We'll call you up. Kendo we'll sticks you up. only thirty dollars on on online. Oh, didn't know they were that cheap. You to say on Etsy.
2: <laughs> Hopefully, they have some Etsy kendo sticks that are kind of fun. WrestleMania okay. Etsy. Yeah, let's go.
1: Matt, where can where can people <laughs> me? find you as well? Yeah, Me. Yeah. Matt w is
2: the mm-hmm. place to find me. I'll be on the Hold Up podcast with Grace Leader, talking actually about the Billy and Chuck storyline. That podcast is all about queer media. So diving in, dissecting it, lots of problematic stuff there. It definitely doesn't hold up, but you'll hear more about that on that <laughs> podcast. And Mari, where could they find you?
1: You can always find me on Twitter at Mari Talks Too Much. That's too like the number two. Uh, hopefully, you'll you'll be hearing me on some more Big Brother Canada coverage mm-hmm. um, and anything else where Hap wants me on. You know, I, I watch everything, so I'll be I'll be on uh, as much stuff as they'll possibly have me on. Mm-hmm. Uh, please, everybody, please remember to rate, uh, review, and subscribe to the reality. Uh, TV Rehap Ups feed but we also have our own feed you can uh, subscribe at uh, Wrestling Rehap Up
2: and give us those five stars five stars five stars five stars for the podcast please Uh Please. yes
1: yes and and Sad. you can always tweet us uh, and you, by using the hashtag Wrestling Rehap Up and, or email us at wrestling at robhasawebsite.com uh, other than that uh, thank you everyone avoid any flying elbows
5: step into the world of power loyalty